<laughs> oh, this could be the intro. We, we'll just cut this bit and add it yeah. to the yeah, start. Yeah, you we'll can go. probably mess around. This is the point this where you is the, to save like, where, you, where you live. Yeah, this is the, the blank podcast. I'm just going to start recording this. Do you want to grab that mic? Mike, would you grab this mic? Mike. Sorry. I'm just holding it here. No, that's fine. I'm just trying to see if this three-way split works. So all I need is for you two to talk into these. I mean, don't hold no, Put it like here. I'm just trying to check that this actually picks up all three microphones. Yeah. Matt? Oh, sorry, yes. Right. We'll just hold these like this, it'll be really, really loud. I have to have one, I have to limit myself. There was a point where I drink coffee and my whole body would go itchy. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's not. Oh, you've actually got a shirt, which is way better than a t shirt for this. I think I might. Are you taking pre workout for the gym? No. No. Oh, but like, I imagine it's just like. A friend of mine did that and it was like he'd taken ecstasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just. I think this location here works quite well. Okay, up at the side? Yeah, yeah, I think that works fine. I have trouble. The thing is with caffeine, because I'm on that machine all day, Yeah. you just drink way more than you should. Yeah. You build up a weird tolerance to it. It's like I can, I can drink, like, I can just have for, a coffee for straight before bed. Oh, I'm the same. Me and Absolutely my mate, nothing. We used, to, like we used to not go to the pub, because you can't drive after you go to the pub. Yeah. Unless we went to the one that was in walking distance of one of my best friend's houses. Yeah. So we'd go for a coffee, because I used to live in Derbyshire and he lived in Nottinghamshire, so we'd meet at McDonald's in the middle. So then we could drive, but we'd, we'd be sat there till like 11 o'clock at night. Because we'd just yeah. do this, we'd just sit there, we'd have a catch up, mm. and we'd just be like, yeah, we'd talk shit, we'd catch up with our mates and... Go well to rights. And then you're like 11 o'clock at night, oh yeah, I'll have another coffee. And you get home and you just go straight to sleep. And then people are like, oh, do you drink that much coffee? And like, you can get used to it. See people and oh, I can't have more than two coffees, or I can't have a coffee after four in the afternoon. You're like, well, why? <laughs> What's the time doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it takes that long to wear off. I was going to say, come on, just drink more coffee. Eventually, yeah. you'll, you'll be, be fine. Oh, I think, because this gives me like an audio, like a bar. So when I talk, it goes to about here. Okay. And if I really talk, it goes all the way up. Whereas yours was like, Really small. And it's probably That's just because like, my voice is small. Uh, it would just sound like we're talking to you from across the room, I think. Well, oh. I think it's like deep voice. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> see, mine fills. It's almost like a game now. We have to see who can fill the bar. <laughs> it's it's like bogey. Like oh, oh, yeah, you hit uh, the top. Uh, <laughs> it's like bogey. <laughs> yeah, it's like Dick and Dick and Dom in the bungalow. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just. Just want to make sure that all the audio, because no, otherwise like me and Matt are going to just be drowning Mike out, and then he's going to come in and there go, "Hello, I'm right up to the microphone," and then it's going to seem really weird. Um, we're, we're recording, so all this is going to go in. So I'm not going to edit any of these. Oh, so oh I'm literally no. just going to put everything I'm so out there. Glad you've said that. It's great. I love it. I think it's way more natural. Like mm. the the one Mystery. the one that I really like listening to is um, Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer do it. It's called Two Bears, One Cave. There's the MR2 starting up. There the we fan are. Belt. The squealy boy. Um, At least it starts. Yeah, we've not got to jump. Imagine if we had to jump start it because he'd given all his juice to that Mark Three goal, the Mark Two goal. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, they do a... Battery needed for that <laughs> I think yeah. it's probably because he's got everything running. I could have probably donated mine, to be honest. I'm not going to need it anytime soon. <laughs> With the air ride? Draw I think that's what's drawing a lot, is the air ride. Is that, that's not always on though, is it? 
No, I don't no, know. I don't but he, know. he no, said he's well, not. The thing is that if you've got it, it probably is always on. Plus, he did that when he was eighteen, so it's probably not done. Probably it's not why it wasn't Not a real. It's not a full setup, like a proper build. Yeah. He's going in coilovers soon anyway, so it will not be a problem for him soon. You know. I went to Bristol mm. the other day for the rollout show. Oh yeah, I saw that oh, was yeah. on. And there was a Corvair. A Corvair. Corvair. Wow. I actually said that Ralph Hard was the guy, the guy with the uh, green Porsche, because he was here. The GT3. No, it's an oh. old, an old one. I don't know if there was an old. Oh, one. The, the the green Porsche. The three five six. The slammed three five six. Yeah, because no, he was, yeah, he was here this morning, but I don't oh. know if he bought the car or if he just walked down. There wasn't was an old sure. Porsche. Right. Okay, no, he might have just wandered down in. No, because you so put that, some that's photos. Corvair. Oh, that's wicked. It's Ooh. insane. So this guy bought it, like he's up north, this guy. And he literally bought it, put it on bags, and then might restore it, saved it from the crusher. But it's just <laughs> incredible. I love the style. That's really cool. There's yeah. rear engine, so it's, it's basically... Oh like, yeah, the Corvairs are, aren't they? It's like, it's an like American a big Hillman Carmen Imp. gear. Well, yeah, or a Hillman Imp. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you put some photos up on Instagram recently. Yeah. And they looked fantastic. Oh, stop. <laughs> I mean, it is your job, mate. Oh, you know <laughs> what? Yeah, Saying that, he might have had. It might have been his GT two. There was a GT three that was GT3, here. Yeah, um, might have been his actually. He might not have bought the old. Oh, cars and coffee treasures this morning as well. Look how good their turnout is. That's awesome. Looks like they've got a whole field though. They have. They've also been doing it. Mate? They've been Is doing it since two thousand and five. Yeah. Um, oh, fair. No, and yeah, no, they're not month three. Yeah. Um. But they've effectively like partnered with me oh, okay. to spread awareness of what I'm doing, which is oh, really good. good. No, it's really good, fantastic. Um, so that's probably where we're looking in the future is that kind of level, like Corrado, mm. Citroen AX, Mark II Golf. Oh, the guy with the yeah, mini no, see, that, was, that was it, wasn't it? That's the one from today, isn't so it? So that's who I was talking about. But he also oh. has. Has he got? A he really also tidy has this. Oh, that's lovely, that. No, I was thinking of the 356 that... No, you see, and it's, it's so lovely that he gets he gets it taken to the actual showroom. Porsche they put it, yeah. In they, Colchester, I've seen yeah, that. That's his car. I go past Colchester all the so time. They've got a 993 RS in there. Mm. The one with the big wing and the... Yeah, yeah. And they've got an old Speedster. It's fantastic. Yeah. Because the Ferrari next... So they've got... Porsche sent to Colchester and, and Ferrari Colchester is right next door. Yeah. And they recently had, through the lockdown, they had F40, F50, Enzo, LaFerrari, SP2 Monza. And I think they wow. might have had a 348. Really? No, not a 348 because no. that's the crap one. <laughs> 308. Wow, well, you know the no, Magnum? No, no, crap. Yeah, well, in terms of, <laughs> no, because when Montezella or whatever his name was took over Ferrari, yeah, yeah, he went out in a three four eight, yeah, and he took it back. He went, "Is this what we're selling?" Yeah, and, he, then, and they then, like, the then they were then they made the three five five, which is the one I was which saying, is the one that you want. On the, on the um, video, yeah. But yeah, so they had, uh, is it the three oh eight that was the the, the, the top of the line yeah, yeah. before the F forty came out? That was the Magnum the island. Yeah. yeah, so they they had the full range, and you could go and have a look around them all. So I think Porsche have gone. Well, that looks cool. We'll do the same. And they've now got some really cool old Porsches in there. He also has that. Oh, that is gorgeous. It's, this, is, this is stunning. It's just That's insane. like, have you seen um, Yaz has got a new Porsche? I say a new Porsche. That's, so, you know, yes. Yaz Moto. He used to have that blue 
911 that he'd wide bodied and put a big wing on it and you, you, you semi. Probably he was down at Tampa a few times and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. He's now Yasmoto but it wasn't before but he had this Porsche Blimey. right and it had like ITBs and all that sort of stuff so no, he's, he's never into my Porsche he's since got rid of that and he now has this Porsche oh wow yeah see, very very similar very similar but he's basically like my age that's that's just Naughty that. Yeah. Um, this is making cracking audio. I was just mm. talking about Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> you seen that photo? Oh, yeah, that photo's really cool. Oh, look at this one. That's amazing. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, it's really cool. I'll go for... He was telekinesis. Yeah, and managed to reverse back and open the door just Jeez. to show off he could and then drove off yeah, again. Yeah, and off he went. Uh, but yeah. Maybe he wanted a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and don't do pizza on Sunday. We don't. We're not really supposed to have the lights on, are we? Too. Not allowed the lights on. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it indicates to people that it's open. Oh, that that makes no difference to us. We can be sitting in utter darkness and they'll still crash into the door. Imagine people try and come in when you're not even here. Oh, quite often. You should no. definitely have CCTV to record that. Yeah, just people walking up and shaking the doors. <laughs> it happens so often. You just. You that's good though, I guess, because they want to come in. Yeah, but, but it's always but they, Margaret. They always time it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always Margaret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's not right. <laughs> yeah, they want to come in and spend money, but you're not here, which is kind of unfortunate. Yeah. You should definitely get a camera, though. I think I'm probably doing a camera. Yeah, yeah. I'm quite cheap on it, surely. Yeah, no, it's not really expense. It's just I haven't done it. Just don't think about it. Yeah. Well, we had an attempted murder right outside. Yeah, that might have been handy to have had a camera at that point. Yeah, well, I don't know. I thought other places had cameras. I was, I was under the impression that other people had CCTV. But we've since found out that they don't. Yeah, so otherwise, you've got it. Yeah, everybody thinks everybody else has got it. It's that diffusion of responsibility. Yeah, someone else will do it, and then nobody does it. No, and no, then no, that's like social experiments, isn't it? Like when people people fall on train yeah, lines yeah, yeah. and nobody goes to help because what? everyone no. expects oh. someone will be oh, someone's just yeah. like okay. Um, that's, oh, the other, that's the other cafe owner in that oh. VW. Oh, ah, is that CJ's? No, is that Mint? Mint. There's too many cafes around here. Have you been to that bubble tea place? I don't get bubble tea. Grace loves it there. I don't get um, it. It's fruit juice with tapioca, tapioca balls. balls in the bottom. But I think I think. Get the no, the thing is, I don't think we're supposed to get it. Okay. It's a oh, Japanese trendy thing, so all the yeah, young girls like it. Young girls love it, but yes. old men don't. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's I mean, probably some analogy. I've had it not Not here. I had it the thing with Stratford, Westfield, so, but the thing is, there's so many flavours as well. Yeah. You can't, you can, you can't you can eat it if the wrong one. You can't drink it. But when you bite into the so little tapioca ball, sometimes they're flavoured, and then you get a, a very explosive burst of flavour in like your mouth. Fish eyes. Yeah, it's like it's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm not selling. I'm not sold on it either. No, to be honest. I don't get it. Grace no. made me have it when we were in Brighton. It's huge. It's, huge. it's, it's yeah, really, it's really, really, popular. really popular. But I think it's because it's a trendy thing. It's so. like the loom bands of food. Loom oh, bands of food. Scoobies, aren't they called Scoobies? Scoobies, and then it was fidget spinners. Oh, I had a fidget spinner. Oh, the fidget spinners, yeah. Yeah, oh, so cool. it's that thing, and I imagine in the next five years it will be something else. Either turn into cafe things, yeah, or it maybe. will just well, let's hope so. dissipate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I tried it in Brighton a few weeks ago, and I was not sold on it. No. Because the, the flavour, if you have, so I had like pineapple and mango juice, and then like a passion fruit balls. Right. But 
you have to bite the balls to get the passion fruit. So you can't, it doesn't all mix. You don't get a, no, you, have, just, you have like a, a flavor and then you get one of the ball and you bite it and then you get a different flavor and it's all separate. It's not like it's a nice mix of flavors. I mean, it suit those people that eat all their food separately. No, yeah. They have to have their beans separate to their the mash and the yeah, yeah, prison. Yeah. <laughs> School children, prison School people. Children in prison, yeah. Yeah. The prison population's bubble tea centre is just over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they do make a killing in there. Do you reckon that <laughs> kick started the Tide Pod thing? You know, people These are just big tide bubble pod. teas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it's actually washing detergent. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it actually was. Oh, I didn't see. I was like, it's like Oh no, you didn't get the right angle. Maybe you should go to Specsavers, mate. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know this eye is not very good for me. So if I want to see something clearly, I have to make sure my left eye can get it in its field of vision. Are you right-handed? I am right-handed. That must be really annoying. It's really, like, if I do this, like, this is clear, this yeah. is quite blurry. But my left eye overcompensates because it's fine. Yeah. yeah so then you. I don't have to wear glasses all the time. But if I watch a screen a lot, I have to wear glasses just to stop me getting headaches because my right eye gets really tired. But yeah, so if something over here is not in clear view, where something over here yeah. kind of is. Yeah. That's so weird. yeah, it's weird because you get this like it's clear, 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 clear. And now it's blurry because it's moved How out of my you? left eye's field of vision well, into the right eye's. It's in my field of vision, but it's blurry. Yeah. So how do you, when we're on the motorway, how do you keep spotting cars on the other side of the road? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> how does that happen? Are right you just looking that far to the right? No, my right eye sees a rough shape <laughs> right. and then it draws my left so eye across. Shapes. Yeah, yeah, my right eye can see enough that shapes, I'm like, that is clearly a supercar. So obviously we'll be on the motorway and just like, did you see that? And I was like, no, I was looking did at you the cows on the left. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm driving and I'm in the outside lane, yeah. my field of vision is like here. Yeah, I'm sort of looking. And I can, I can like see the other side down. of the motorway yeah, from enough yeah. distance to spot something interesting. Um, whereas Mike's like yeah, looking into the field <laughs> no, the sheep. Yeah. And well, we can, I've just got the luxury of being able to look around. Yeah, yeah whereas yeah. I have to look at the road. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, if I was spotting the sheep, that'd be more concerned. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you were spotting the supercar. Yeah, like, yeah, look at the car. <laughs> I'm like, well, I was looking at the sheep. You're like, the barriers. I saw a video yesterday, it was like, this is why you don't Snapchat while you drive. And the guy's Snapchat in the road ahead of him. Oh, no. And in the video, you see the car go right across the middle of the road. And there's like a central reservation with like a bollard. Ooh, and then in, oh, the, in the Snapchat, you oh, just no. see his phone flat. Because the Snapchat video is, here's the car. And now it's crossing the middle of the road. There's a central reservation. And then everything goes blurry. Because he's <laughs> thrown his phone out of his hands. <laughs> he's hit this curb and gone flying. And it's like, this is why you don't Snapchat while you drive. Sensible. But it's like he must have been looking at his phone to be Snapchatting yeah. the road ahead of him, which was showing him that he was going off it's to really the like exactly. no, perception. Perception is different, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like, this is a weird Snapchat, isn't it? You're going to crash! Yeah, it's, it's really strange. It doesn't look the same on the screen. Maybe you was reviewing it. Why is this video showing the car going yeah. to the middle of the. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he thought he'd received that Snapchat and that he was still going straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah if he's right. dumb enough to be doing Snapchat. He's dumb enough to believe that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he was, I think he was driving Whilst an Audi A3, driving, so it probably says more about him than anything. Yeah. Could have been an Audi A1 at this point. I had an A3 as a company car, and that's what we used to film the Vulcan, because it was the only thing that had back seats that folded down. Oh, okay. mm. So it's like, I was there in the A3, um, thingy from Slammed UK turned up in a S1 that was on bags, so we couldn't really right. use that for bombing down a country road with a Vulcan chasing us. 
Um, Stu's other car was an E63, so it was a saloon, so you can't really get yeah. a person. It's not a good camera in, car. Yeah. So the A3 was the, the camera car. So we ratchet strapped the guy down. <laughs> so that if he f- dropped, like he wasn't going to fall out. Yeah. yeah. The worst, and down. then have a like two and a half million pound racing car just <laughs> straight into him. Um, so we, yeah, we, we used the A3, we ratchet strapped him down in the back of the A3 and he just had to hold his camera. Hmm. Um, and then we did, we had like maybe a mile of private road. Yeah. So we did a run, the Vulcan followed us. Yeah. And we got to the end of the run and I was doing like 30, which if you're in the back of a car holding onto your camera, yeah. it's really yeah, fast. That's, quite, that's, yeah. that's quick. And then the guy in the Vulcan went, no, I need you to go at least twice as fast because the Vulcan doesn't have a radiator, so we need enough airflow yeah. to keep it cool. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so then I was like, well, I can do 60. It's not me you need to have this conversation with. It's the poor guy that's hanging <laughs> out the back. <laughs> 60 holding his... No, he was lying out the back holding it oh, with both hands. Like, yeah, he had like, both hands right. on his head out the back of the car. And his legs, or we just tied his legs to the seat (laughs) so that he physically couldn't leave the car, (laughs) but his camera could fall out. Like if he let go, we didn't tie that to anything. We should have probably tied that to the boot or something. But you can get harnesses though. Yeah, you can. We didn't. We we weren't expecting to do this that day. He's a videographer. He is a videographer. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to send this recommendation. I don't think he's ever had to do this again. Because normally, if you're doing a video from the back, of, you're in a Range Rover and you're sat yeah. down. Yeah, I suppose. And you're, you've got the appropriate not, car, haven't you? Yeah, you're not hanging out the boot of an Audi A3. <laughs> um, so yeah, we did sixty, yeah. and then a herd of deer ran across the front of the, just ran so in front of me. I didn't. Fortunately, I saw <laughs> them coming. Dead deer now. <laughs> yeah. No, I saw <laughs> them coming, and like, yeah. I could see that they were going to clear yeah. us before we right. got there. Okay. But yeah, we did like 60, 70 mile an hour. I think I had a film from my phone of me going. 70 <laughs> down this country lane with this bloody like two and a half million quid Christ. Aston Martin chasing us. It was ridiculous. And then we were like, oh, let's try and do burnouts in this Aston Martin. And it doesn't have a mode for burnouts, it has a mode for donuts, but it, you can't turn it's it onto the mode for donuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's basically you're just telling the traction control not to kick in. Yeah. So he was like, I'll try and get it to do a burnout. And he got it to start, and then it got traction and shot him off into the field <laughs> so he came off the track slammed the brakes on and just skidded oh, and it, no. the, the like the split had just touched off the edge of the field yeah and we managed to pull it back right. yeah, Funny yeah. Feeling as well. i think oh no i stopped so i was out of the car so i was filming him hmm. and then as it went off the road i was like oh shit so i stopped filming <laughs> to go and like help so i missed out on getting a video of this thing going off into the field <laughs> I was like, oh, I wish I kept filming now that it's okay. <laughs> but uh, it was a cracking day, really cool. That sounds awesome. It was absolutely ridiculous. And that was literally a friend that I knew from the car world. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd met at a show, and the next year I was at the show again, and they were there, so they were like, oh, come with, like, team yeah. up with us, we'll yeah. be in the same area. So I had, like, my 86, it's worth, like, the, his wheels. And then yeah, yeah, he's yeah. in this it's car tires. that's, like, wheel. yeah. His set of tires. His car's worth, like, a hundred times more than my car. Um, but I got to go around Donington in it. That's sick. And we came off. You came off? Yeah, we came off the track. So it's... Into the, the gravel track? Yeah. We missed the wall by about three oh. inches. Have I not told you this story? Is this guy not very good though? No, no. What's happening? So... Nothing, you haven't told me this. Okay, I'll, I'll do the story in its, in its full... We've had the synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I went to Fast Car Festival on a, f- a month after I got the 86. Mm. 
and this was when the Vulcan first came out and this guy had one so and he was, he's the nicest guy like he's not precious about it in the same so he's got the doors yeah. open he's letting people sit in it not like the guy That's that nice. wouldn't let you see his car not like the guy the, I, I met a guy that has a one of six Ferrari <laughs> I didn't want to mention that and I, was, I wasn't sure no, no, I was at his house and it's, it's fair news to this guy like people don't have to tell you everything no, or show you anything no, but he was like I've got a one of six Ferrari I was like oh can I see it he's like no and I was like <laughs> Yeah. I'm already at your house. I already you know. You then you don't have one. But it's yeah. It's like you said, you don't have to show people, but if you're if they're it. at your house and you then tell them, yeah, don't yeah. at that point, going saying no makes no it's sense. It's kind of a redundant thing because I now know if I wanted to steal a car, yeah. you know it's there. I know it's there and I know where the garage is. And Maybe I've just set your work. Wi-Fi up for you, so I also know what your Wi-Fi password is as well to turn your cameras off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just go and change your Wi-Fi password, and now all your cameras don't work, and I can still. So yeah, I was like, mm, there's only six of them, so it's very easy to find out which one it is. Yeah. So I already know what it looks like, but you now have missed the opportunity to what show weird? me. It's a weird thing to do. It was really strange, but it, it you happened. Just flat out saying no. He just went. I, I'm. He was like, I'm very precious about this. This is my private, like. Which is fair enough, to yeah. a certain extent. No, However, is, the flip side of it is a bit something. weird that yeah, I now exactly. know everything apart from seeing it. Yeah. And this was after cold open as well. Like you no, no, I just it. set his Wi-Fi up, yeah. and his office was full of car memorabilia. Like, this guy's quite wealthy, obviously. Obviously. And he yeah. used to have a DBR9, which is the Le Mans oh, racing car. Bloody hell. I've got. He gave me a. Like we got on really well. It's not like it was really awkward, and I was like, "Show oh, me your car." Yeah. No, no. <laughs> he was just. He was like, "Look, that's. I take my privacy really seriously. I don't want to." Ever, yeah, and he was like, yeah. "That's where I draw the line in my privacy. Like, you've seen you've my seen house. Cars, you've seen you? my office. Blind Here is it. some memorabilia from when I had this racing car, which <laughs> I still have. Here's a, a signature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got this. I've got Here's a picture of the car. <laughs> I've got a framed photo of his DBR9 while what? it was out on track and stuff like that. That is weird. And so we got on really well. He's and I was, for you as well. No, no, he's not. <laughs> no, I know. Um, he just he makes all the technology for the onboard cameras for Formula One cars. Oh, cool! It's really cool. Like he does some yeah. really, really cool stuff. And he did all the camera stuff. Is it like Red Bull? Do you say something for all of Formula mm. One? So he does. It's the technology that makes the onboard cameras work. So for like Prince Philip's funeral, he did all the technology that synchronised all the cameras up for the live feeds and things like that. Why are you there set up his Wi-Fi? I work for a company. I work for a company. That was my first question. My day job is I help set up BT. Yeah, even if that is. So he's got BT Wi-Fi in his home. No, it's just it's convenient for him for me to turn up, and I also bring the equipment. So I brought the equipment right, that he yeah. needed, so I then set it up, because yeah. <laughs> he could definitely have set this up, but I was just there <laughs> plugging things in and switching them on is basically my job. Yeah. So I plug oh, them okay. in, I switch them on, and I change your password and use a network name to match your old one, because yeah. then everything reconnects nice and easy. My job's not that it's difficult, It's quite weird really. that with all that tech, though, you couldn't just set, rig his own... He like, could definitely have done you know, that, like, why you do your own might thing? as well get it from BT yeah. for less money than buying it. Yeah. But either way, that's... That's what happened. Makes sense, I guess. And right, this conversation came about after I'd told him about spending a night with like sixty million pounds worth of cars, and the the F one GTR that raced at Le Mans, and mm. like a LaFerrari or two LaFerraris, a Bugatti Veyron World Record Edition, an EB one ten, an F forty, two F forty, sorry, an F fifty, an Enzo, a P one GTR. A Lancia 37 Group B rally car, oh, a Miura, a, a 2.8 RSR Porsche, yeah. 
Um, and then the car that they developed the F40 on, which is rarer than an F40. It was like the test mule kind of car. It was like a, it was called like the Where F38 or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Through the lockdown. Life. I went, so, shall I just get all the stories yeah, out of yeah, the way? Come on, come on. Right. Story time. We'll do this story. Right. And then we'll do the next one. And then we'll do the, <laughs> we'll come back to the Vulcan story. Yes, Because yes. Matt obviously hasn't watched any of my yeah, videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I've gone through all of these already on the videos. Sorry. But this will be a nice audio. Yeah. Um, so I did, when I was still doing printed, hmm. like DTG printed ones, yeah, yeah. I could do them on demand. Um, and Darren, who does all my stuff for me, fulfilled them for me. Okay. So you could order from me, but the turnaround time was like two weeks. Yeah. So I, we, we t stopped doing it that way and just did screen printed on a small few. Mm -hmm. So I did one that was the Harrods livery. So the yellow with the green stripes yeah. that was on the F1 GTR from like 1995. Yeah. And it raced at Le Mans and it's really bright and vibrant. So it really stands out. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a guy from the West London bunch that goes to the Duke of London mm -hmm. and he turned up once in a P1 GTR, yellow and green. Is this the, I saw that photo. You've seen that photo. I saw that photo, yeah. You've got to have seen that photo. Yeah, that was everywhere. Yeah, so that P1 GTR is the same colour scheme as the F1 GTR and my T-shirt. I see, I see. So when I released the T-shirt design, I put up a, I borrowed one of his photos. Like I obviously yeah, yeah, asked I the person who took the photo yeah. if I could share it, and they're like, yeah, of course, yeah. and tagged him saying this is whose car it is. Mm. He saw that, messaged me saying, oh, I really like what you're doing, I appreciate the mental health side, just wanted to say love what you're doing i said well i know that we go to the same place so i go to the duke of london yeah we're at some point probably going to be at the same place at the same time i'll keep a t-shirt aside for you mm. i'll just we'll check in like every so often are oh, you going to this you're going to that and i'll bring a t-shirt so that we can get a photo of it on the car yeah that it matches yeah and it'll be a really cool photo and i'll you get and a free t-shirt he's like no we're in the lockdown just come to the garage <laughs> i thought like, what he's like yeah come to my garage We'll take some photos of it on the car. Nice and easy. Then we don't have to do all this. I was, like, forward, yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. If that works, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So a friend of mine yeah. was doing some photography work. So we went down because mm. he lived near me when I lived in South End. And I went, where am I going? He's like, here's the postcode. And it was like Piccadilly. I was like, okay, we're going somewhere nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah. we're literally in the middle of Piccadilly with all the big office buildings yeah. that are like, 500 years old all made out of stone and this that and the other and he meets us outside on a Honda monkey bike <laughs> and he's got like a mullet and big sunglasses <laughs> on he's what really cool he's like proper living the dream <laughs> he turns, like we get there first and then he rocks up on this little monkey bike Love it. and I was like is that what he's like yeah I ride this around London it's great it's really small yeah. it's fast yeah. enough to get around everything so I was like so where's the garage he's like oh you need to open the shutters and then there was just a lift Lit. Yeah, I that's when you lit. know. Yeah, when you see it, as soon as you see a lift, yeah. like this is some serious. Yeah, Fast and Furious yeah, Tokyo yeah. Drift style, yeah, yeah, where yeah. the lift doors open, <laughs> the vending machine. But the first thing he did was like, "I love your car." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, all right. Okay, like, yeah, we're yeah. here to see your like five million pound yeah. McLaren." He's like, "No, no, genuinely, this is. Have you supercharged it yet?" I was like, "I don't have four grand." <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, yeah. It's like you've probably I'm got that in like pounds. spare cash. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's just today's money. Probably paid that to have his money shaped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, like he was like super excited about the '86, which was my immediate like, this is a cool guy. That's like, lovely, though, yeah. he's got That's money, but he still likes well. cars. Yeah. Um, so he's like, well, we'll go down in the lift and we'll bring the car up. He's like, we'll just bring the '86 in. So I got to drive the '86 into this lift. 
Jeez, and go how, down. How it's so weird. I was going to say. Because you've got like the, the inertia of the lift and then your suspension try So you're kind of like floaty. And it's all like really weird. So we went down, um, lift doors open and the P1 GTR is parked right in front of us. So this door opens and there it is. I was like, is it like heaven? Yeah, I was like, oh. And then we kind of pulled forward and that gave us the opportunity to look around. Nice. And then there was like LaFerrari, Bugatti, Veyron, F50, Enzo, SP1 Monza, EB, like all of these other cars, all just in this garage. Just your bucket list. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, and I probably shouldn't really be disclosing too much of this information. Yeah. <laughs> don't, we don't need the postcode. Yeah, yeah. So it's at this <laughs> address. And like, here's the garage <laughs> yeah. door code. Yeah. And, um, it's Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all these cars are there. And we pulled the 86 in. And he went, oh, the F1's just come back. I went, what? He's like, yeah, we've, we've had the F1 out for some have some work done it's just just got back I went, what do you mean the f1 he's like we've got the f1 as well and it was behind another car under like bubble wrap <laughs> like genuinely like look like bubble wrap he's like yeah that's bad and it's the f1 the f1 the gtr that raced at le mans that has the livery Jesus. he's like yeah that's why we've got the livery on the p1 is so it matches, matches the that. other car I was like, you're kidding me. I was like, that's the actual car that I did so the design on. The P1 is the cheap version. Yeah, the, yeah an, F1 the yeah, yeah, yeah. an F1 GTR is worth like 20 million quid. Yes, They're just insane. I went, well, I need to have a sit in that now. He's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, you can drive it. Well, well, it was all boxed in. Yeah, yeah so there's a yeah, video yeah. of me trying to climb into an F1 gracefully, <laughs> oh which doesn't look gracefully in any way. No. Because you've got to get into the middle of the car yeah. as well, over the passenger yeah, yeah, seat yeah. and all that. So there's, I've got a video of me climbing in, trying to get into this. See, that would, that would do my OCD as well, trying to get over. I've knocked the seats, I've gone over. To be fair, there's <laughs> passenger like seats set so far back mm. that you've got quite a lot of room yeah, right. to get to the driver's seat. You wouldn't want to do it over a passenger. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, sorry, love. Excuse me, <laughs> uh, supermodel number one. Can yeah. you just get out of the way while yeah. supermodel number two gets out the other <laughs> side and I get in the middle? Um, so, yeah, that, that's... And then we took the P1 GTR up onto the street to yeah. all these photos. So all the photos I've got of it on the streets mm. with my T-shirt on it and this, that, and the other. Yeah. We had to take the P1 into the lift, which is another really cool yeah. experience. We're just trapped in a lift yeah. with the loudest car ever, yeah. like, <laughs> right next to us. So I've got another video of me like, I'm in the lift with I the P1 GTR. The looks that you must get. Oh, yeah, we, like we literally, we didn't take it anywhere other than right outside yeah. of where the lift is. Yeah, but is. even so, like, to be fair, those photos kind of give away where we are. <laughs> like, yeah. If you can yeah. figure out where that is, you can kind of go, well, there's a P1 GTR around here somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everybody that walked past was like, and to be fair, we're down and back, we're like out the way, so yeah, there's not okay. that many people walk past, but anybody that walked past, Stop except them. for the girl that worked for him, because she just walked <laughs> past us and went into the lift. Yeah, and she obviously works in the building, so she's been yeah, so she's around the. That's just before. every day. She's probably like, oh, this, oh, it's got bloody noise uh, out yeah, again. It's that bloody car again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, everybody's like, "What's this then?" And it's like, it says it all over the car. Yeah. Like it's literally written in big letters, P one GTR. The number plate is GTR one, yeah. like all yeah. that. But it's road legal, which yeah. is insane. Yeah, that is bonkers. So I was like, where do these guys get this much money from? Is it his? Dad is, uh, he created one of the biggest estate agents in the country. That's where it's most property then, yeah. And he like sold Foxton's the business. Like Foxton's? I think so. Yeah, it's got to be Foxton's. If it's London, yeah. it's Foxton's. Hmm. Yeah, they've sold it for like a billion. No, it's, no, he sold it for it's, like it's, 350 million. It's big, big, big It's money. really big, big money. money. Um, they've got like an estate in Hampshire. 
and I mean like a, a country estate, yeah. like with hundreds it's of acres. Surrey. Yeah, yeah, it basically <laughs> owns half of Hampshire, kind of big. Nice, nice. Oh yeah, um, sure, yeah, it's Foxtons. Yeah, because they were. He's, nice. he's got, got like wine bars in there, estate agents. Yeah, he's got a Wikipedia page about him. So this is public, like John Hunt. Yeah. Well, and his name's John Hunt, which is a pretty, it's pretty cool, name. isn't it? So yeah, that's probably why it's Foxtons because Hunt and Foxes. Nice. Um, I I haven't asked that. that I'm making better, a pure assumption, yeah, but he has got a Wikipedia page. Even if that's not true, I would just say that yeah, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fox Hunt, and there we go, Foxtons. There we go. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's growing up in London, you see a lot of Foxtons. Yeah, I imagine you do. Yeah, they're they were like the first estate not agents. Best drivers, though, they? Estate agents, no, no. the Foxtons estate agents. I don't know. I've they never there's, like a, there's like an account based on purely them just being rubbish drivers. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, is it rubbish or inconsiderate? I think it's probably, I think both. Yeah, probably both. Yeah, both. Um, this should have. So, what happened to the Vulcan then going off the track? So, yeah, the Vulcan, right. So, back to the Vulcan. We're back in. <laughs> this is the Burgundy one, right? The Burgundy purple, one. Purple, it's Burgundy, and at one point it had a wrap that said Drift Society on the side with a phoenix. Drift Society? So, that's the guy who I know's dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, of course. It's been filled up. So. The guy who owns the Vulcan. Oh, mate, you've just taken all of it. I didn't want yeah, that was, yeah, that was his um, house. Cause they did, like, they were, it was, there was a big thing about him doing like a multi-underground... So I don't know how accurate that is as to whether that, that exists, because all the cars are in London, not in Hampshire. Where no, 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 this is London. This is the that's, London. That's not what it looked like. This was just the parking underneath some offices. Oh, no, so he, he, he basically level. got another... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had... We didn't get quite, to see that level. It's <laughs> quite popular in London to, to dig down. Yeah, yeah. They call them like iceberg yeah. houses. And they just, just got like 10 floors underground. Surely if it goes down deep enough, though, you go into the underground. Depends and you get you really are. quick access. You just yeah. <laughs> open a door and you're at a station. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you get that lift back up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it depends where you are in London. Good point. Yeah, well, this was... Piccadilly. So these buildings have been around for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the lift was under there. But yeah. back to the Vulcan. Yeah, sorry, back yeah, to sorry mate. <laughs> yeah, so we met at Fast Car Festival, which is when I first got the 86. Mm. And um, there was, I went with Piston, there's like a group of us from the Piston Heads forums. Mm. forums yeah. Um, and there's supposed to be 30 people, and there's like nine of us turned up. So the first day. The Vulcan yeah. wasn't allowed to go on track because it's too light. Like, yeah. it broke like all the noise. Yeah. yeah, it idles at like 117 decibels. <laughs> <laughs> and like the track limit is 115. So it's like, all you have to do is blip yeah. the throttle and there it's you like go, you pass it. Yeah. Um, it's the only one that should really be on track. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the first year, he was obviously just stationary and this, that, and the other. And <laughs> us Piston Heads guys had allocated track time mm. over the weekend. Right. And I'd never been on a racetrack before. Mm. And all the Piston Heads guys were like, you are never going to get Donington with eight other cars and you. And all you do is you give everyone 30 seconds to disappear yeah. and you've basically got Donington to yourself. yourself yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll go on track That's then. Awesome. So one of the guys that had an aerial atom, he went, right, we'll park your car in the pits, do 10 minutes of the 20 minute session with me to get a feel for what it's like to be on a track and how wide yeah. it is and where the corners are. Because a racing simulator can only give you so much. Mm. Yeah, being out in a car. Have you done a lot of track stuff now, or is it just? I've just done like a... four track days. See, I've not done one. I'd, I'd really I'd like to do one. one. I and need to do. One. Yeah, they are. They're good fun. You just have to be mindful that don't do too much because you'll get addicted to it, and then you'll kill your car because you're out yeah, for like an hour and a half. That's why I'm going to buy a clear. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just get through. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So I went. <laughs> I, can't, I can't honestly. <laughs> Mel will kill you. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I know that. I um, so I had ten minutes out passenger ride in this area, like, and then we pulled in. I jumped in the eighty six and then went back out and basically yeah. had Donington mm-hmm. for myself. So then we had three sessions in the, on the Saturday. Then on the Sunday they did a piston head Sunday service, mm. which everybody turned up for. But I'd had a day's worth of practice at Donington in my car, so I was overtaking people. Nice. I, I did. A, oh, I, nice. I passed a TVR Cigaris. I passed nice. an RS three. I had um, Danny DC2 or whatever his YouTube name is. He's quite a popular YouTuber with a Civic. Well, Absolutely blitz me. Is it an Integra? He had a... Yeah. Oh, he got rid of the DC. He DC had an, an Integra when he started it. And he had and a Civic when I met him five oh, years okay. ago. And he just blitz. I was like, how the hell is that Honda so fast? And I saw it after and it's got like a short shifter and a cage. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. a proper track car. Yeah, it's what? an actual track car. Yeah, he had like a F... No... An EG Civic. Oh, an EG. Yeah, yeah. I've been in an EP. Right. Which is the shoe one. Yeah, yeah. And that was insane. This car was like 350 brake turbocharged. Jeez. Un- unbelievable how quick this thing was. Unbelievable. That's ridiculous. But I had loads of confidence by the end. Yes, yeah, so like, oh, I've ever taken people and everything. I know where all the corners are, my brake button, and then this Civic's like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, maybe I'm not as fast as I thought. Like, <laughs> okay. Maybe no, these I'm were just people taking it steady yeah, because yeah. they were on a track and I yeah. was actually trying to push it and only just catching them up and stuff like that. But anyway, that was my first track experience. So I met this guy there because he was not precious about it. So he was yeah. letting people open the doors and sit yeah. inside. I got chatting to him. He's like, oh, my son's about your age. He's a couple of years younger than me. But he had an S14A. What? Sylvia. Oh, oh mate, that is nice. And he was like 21 at this the time. I was like, oh. So we got chatting, kind of became quite friendly, and we Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of thing. So then the next year, I got a message from him, the, the son, saying, oh, we're going to be back. And Donington was only like half an hour away from where I lived anyway. Yeah, it's nice of him to remember you. Yeah, yeah. So like, do you want to we'll meet up beforehand? We can all go in together. And by this point, he'd wide-bodied the S14 out, oh, no. put <laughs> yeah. deep dish wheels on it and air ride. So it was like a proper piece of kit. I was like, yeah, sure. So they turned up. He had the Vulcan uh, GT12 Vantage, you know, the track-prepped one. Yeah. It was either GT12 or the GT8 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was a Vantage with a spoiler and yeah. roll cage and all that it was quick yeah it's still <laughs> quite an expensive bit of kit yeah, they E63 Brabus which was detuned from a thousand horsepower I love that, that yeah. just too much. it's too much it's it was lighting the wheels up in fourth gear on the motorway and all that oh, kind of like stuff seven more, yeah so they detuned it to 750 brake and then the S14A and Fast Car Festival had had the noise limiter lifted for that day only so they could get the Vulcan on the track. Right. So wow. they were like, oh, we get to have the Vulcan. And there was a P1 there as well. Nice. So there's a video of the P1 coming past mm. and then this Vulcan just spinning because <laughs> the guy who owned it took it out and got his braking point wrong and locked up and just span on the track. So you've got this P1 go around, which is a million pound car, and then this twice as expensive car just... Spinning as it came past. <laughs> um, so then that took the car off and it put flat spots on the tyres. So like we've only got one of the set of tyres. So um, Jamie, the guy's son, he basically got trained by Aston Martin Racing to drive this thing like a pro. So they, he was like what? not far off GT3 racing driver spec driver because hell? of all this AMR stuff that they do. So he's done like Spa and they, they take this car all over the world and yeah, yeah. do track days in it basically. Like really high end track days. Why? Why can't um, I do this? Because yeah. you haven't got two happen? and a half million <laughs> quid. Yeah, come in handy, I suppose. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So he was like, "Oh, I'll take you out in it." I was like, "Never gonna say no to that." No. 
yeah. And we were, we went, we'd done half a lap. Mm. And I, 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 do you know this layout of Donington at all? So basically, you come no. down the, the start finish straight and then you kind yeah. of turn back on yourself. And then it goes downhill and there's a bit of an S bend and then it comes yeah. back up the hill. Yeah. And there's like a left and then a right. And the right mm. is really quite tight. So we're coming up to that right at probably like 100 and something miles an hour. Yeah. And he put his foot on the brake and because he was kind of half on the brake and kind of not fully on it, his foot slipped off the pedal and the pedal pinged back up. So then his foot's like trapped between the pedals as we were approaching a corner. And obviously in one of those, you brake at the last minute and you brake yeah, yeah. hard. You don't just lightly go into it. You yeah. really hammer it down. So then we've got no... He managed to get his foot out, put his foot back on the brake. Well, by this point, we're past the braking point yeah. and into the gravel, like sideways. So we're skirting Ooh, through the gravel in this insane, expensive car. And we stop about a foot away from the wall. Like, my door what is in the wall. Now? Is he going along? Just... Well, this has happened and he's going, oh shit. And I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, closed eyes. That's probably what I've been thinking. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ah. Because I'd already had my, my head like pounded against the seat when he's warming the tyres up because the seats <laughs> like wrap around where I your head that, is. I hate because you never... You I can't anticipate someone, where he's going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing all this, like, oh, like bouncing around, <laughs> yeah. ricocheting off the edge of the seat. And by the time I'd figured out what his pattern was, yeah. we'd finished warming the tyres up. So we were full it and you were going to <laughs> Yeah, and we were in the gravel. So we end up getting... We got towed out of the gravel across the grass at which point I went, we're probably the first Vulcan to ever go off-road. If we're going through the grass, back, in, back into the pits. I've got a video of us coming back towards the pits. That was the only video I managed to sneak while we were in there. Nice. We get back in the pits and we're sat in the pits. And I was like, my, my aircon blower is not working. And it needs air because you get so hot in there. Yeah. You're yeah. basically in this tiny little cabin with a you really big heater in yeah. front of you. There's this big yeah. six litre V12 or whatever it is. Mm. I was like, my aircon blower's not working. Like, I'm sure it should be. He's like, oh, stop, stop whinging, you'll be all right. We'll get the card. I was like, no, seriously, like, I'm sure this is supposed to work. Oh, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And then I was like, I think I can see steam coming out the front. He's like, all right, I'll check for you, you big baby. Got out, opened the front, and this big plume of steam. Ooh, but it, at that point, you don't know whether it's steam or smoke or yeah, fire. Yeah, so I just hear him go, Get a fire extinguisher, yeah. and I've got got a five point harness on. <laughs> I'm yeah, like harness off. Yeah. Like, no, no. <laughs> so it's like five point harness <laughs> off. Door <laughs> open because it's like fully caged. You have to fit through the little gap yeah. in the cage. Metaphors. Yeah, and straight up out, and the aircon pump had basically just like blown up, so wow. it sent coolant everywhere. So that's what all the steam was. But that then meant that the car couldn't go back out, so it yeah. got wheeled in, and that was it yeah, for was the like rest of the day. One earlier, Mark Two. Yeah, coolant like, everywhere. Coolant everywhere, when steam you, everywhere. No, the, oh, it, it had a leak. Yeah. You could just see all the orange oh, all over yeah. everything. Yeah, it, it, it was a previous injury. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, <laughs> it did just like blow up while we were <laughs> yeah. there, really. It died. It wasn't that puddle I was did it? <laughs> yeah, there was an odd big puddle yeah, next to it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was just rusty. It was puddle next yeah. to it. So that was the end of the driving of the Vulcan for that day. But they still had like the other cars, so they could take those out and track. Like nine other. Yeah, expensive Aston Martin. Exactly. Which, um, just thinking about track days in expensive cars, is it a Ferrari they've got? Is, do you get your own pit crew? The FXX series. Yeah, there's something yeah. there yeah. FXXR as well. I don't know about the R. I know about the K, which is a LaFerrari with the FXXX. With the F- yeah. And then there's 
The FXX was the end, so... Because the K is basically, it says the F word. Oh, I see. That's why they put the K on. FXXK. Yeah. Nice. And then they did one with the... It wasn't the 599, but it was that kind of shape. Yeah, yeah. So they've done three of them so far. I don't know if they've done any more, because they just started bringing out the monsters and... Oh, there's a lot going music. on at the moment. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, they've, they've just decided. Aston Martin, McLaren, and Ferrari have all like just got rid of windscreens for some reason. McLaren have so many cars that you basically have you have to learn like a sequence of numbers to understand what's going on. Yeah, it's like Porsche. So you've got like the five twenty, which is your base level, and then it goes up to the seven twenty. But then you've got the LTs and the R's. It seems like it's far more complicated than it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like when BMW, the numbers used to mean the engine well, No, they, yeah, they used to yeah. make And six, now they don't really mean no, much. They just no. mean the bigger the number, the faster the car. Yeah. So you've got like a 340 isn't a four litre. It's no. just really fast. Yeah. Whereas the 320D is still a two, CV, two litre diesel. Well, actually, yeah. that's the started turbo. It's already in there. Yeah, so, so you, you need need have the, the same engine inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I miss the old days when the 1.8. Oh, there's a lady driving a 318 E30 in Southend. I mean, Leon C actually. She just no, daily drives it. Is she selling? That's awesome. I don't know. She's just like an older lady that just no, drives no, this thing. No. She's not going to sell it. My brother's friend has an E30 track car. Ooh. And I'm like, yeah, do you, you don't want that. You want the clear, right? Yeah, you yeah. Want swap, it's just right? swap. Because um, I, I, oh, I showed you the little. I'm sure there's one in Sudbury. There's no, one in Sudbury. Oh yeah, there is the a white one. Stop telling me about Sudbury and places to buy one. I, I just I don't I know. want to know. Uh, have I told you about Because the thing is, it's like that story I was saying earlier about the B30 being my first car and not being yeah. able to finish it. Yeah. It's like yeah, unfinished business. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's your Eleanor from it is. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what I've been calling. It. Yeah, it's, for it's everybody under twenty, that's from gone in sixty seconds. In High Barnet, where I used to live, there's a there's a garage. High Barnet. It, that's not near Sudbury, is it? <laughs> I have no idea where Sudbury is. I'm not lying. My geography is boring. No, there was the high bar is very nice. Right. There's a GT500 Helena. Oh, right. Sound. You were going off BMW into... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it, that was, it was just sat on the street. That's the thing. It's nice there. It's safe. Yeah, it's safe. Not e- even in Sawbridge, if your car gets keyed, if you park on the wrong road. That's mm. happened to me three times now. We've seen some questionable figures. We have seen some questionable figures. We've also <laughs> seen some people try and run people over in the high street. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realise it. I thought it was just nice. Little clean, it's not like little it used to be. Yeah, yeah. it's because those northerners have moved in. That's yeah, what's really got. And that's a lot for me. Yeah, the East London and the northern lot have all moved in and really ruined the place. But up near Sudbury, there's basically a BMW graveyard. And there's a, an E30 there. Know, there's, an E30. <laughs> there's an E30. This is like, I, just, I just can't go. Give it in the eye. I can't go. I can't remember if it's... So there's an E30 estate there. A bit like Chris Harris. There's yeah, also yeah. an, an, an uh, saloon E30, and one of them has the M54 engine in it, Jesus. which is the one that you want, really, isn't yeah. it? Um, it's going for cheap, right? No. That's the thing. No, so, no I, I posted some now, photos on like cars you don't see anymore and oh, yeah, rotting yeah. away on the drive. I posted all these photos saying I've come across this and mm. got all these cars, and I must have got like 50 messages. Yeah. Where is it? Are they selling them? So I was like, look, Here's where it is. Here's the guy's website. I I knocked on the door. I'm gonna have a look. Let me find it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna gonna just look. I shouldn't. I don't know why I'm doing this. This is a bad idea. I knocked on the guy's door and said, "Are these for sale?" And he said, "Yes, they are." His the the sign 
for this graveyard yeah. has a website go there so i sent all these people there i want to join this now and all yeah, of the cars are the still there which means no that nobody's bought one because they're probably too expensive for probably wants list price yeah he probably wants 25 grand for yeah. an e30 with like half an engine missing that's rotting away um, um, i meant to ask you as well i was going to ask you on your instagram but that citroen ds you took a picture of the other day it which it was like a rusty black Citroen DS. In, um, by the seaside? Yeah. With the theatre sign on it? Yeah, where was that? Because I'm pretty was, sure I saw the same thing. It's I not Clapton-on-Sea, it's Frinton-on-Sea. I think I actually was there a couple of months back and I saw that car. So that car seems to be owned by the Frinton Theatre Company? That's whose advertising it is on it. So I, I've, sad. I've, I've, I, I tagged them on Twitter as well and said like, I need to know more about this. If you're ever selling it, let me know. I didn't even get a reply. I've just done an advert for a DS and a fun little fact for you. Did you know in the first week after launching that car at the Paris Motor Show, they got 80,000 uh, deposits put down. Wow. Which Whoa. was a record that stood for 60 years. And no, because the, the Ford Mustang had the same number within the first like two weeks as oh, well. Well, it, it must So be, it must be a similar... Yeah, yeah, it must be but a similar stat. Apparently, it was a record that stood for 60 years until the Tesla Model S right. came along. And that broke the record. But Jeez. yeah, I didn't realise that. And it was the first production car to use disc brakes. Was it? Yeah. That's incredible. First mass-produced car. Oh. I didn't know the Citroen DS was 60 years old. I guess 1960, so yeah. yeah. I, I think it's more my perception of time is warped rather than... They're actually a pretty incredible car. The oil suspension. Yeah, hydropneumatic. Um, I didn't realise why they had the different track widths from the front to the back. Apparently, it reduces uneven tyre loading during cornering. Um, That's the place. Angus Buchanan. Okay. Angus Buchanan workshops. Yeah, which is okay. like stops the car understeering. Apparently. So here you go. Here's Angus some of the highlights. Cool. He comes up in Wikipedia. Apparently, he's a Scottish international rugby and cricket player. I don't think that's the guy. Right, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, there was oh, this E36 convertible with the roof open for no reason, just oh, letting all the elements in, ruining I mean, the car. That's a bit silly, isn't it? But I think it was this E30 oh, that so has the M54 in it. Oh, there we go. Well, there's, there's some numbers. Oh, PLA. Look at that. PLA. Five that's Series Touring. No PLA. It's just PLA. It's all PLA. Oh, seven Series. I think it was PLA. Oh, there was this tucked away around the back as well. I asked him directly about it and he said, um, it's a customer's. I was like, maybe you should tell him to come and pick it up because it looks like it's going rusty. 735i. Look at that colour. Oh, gold. Nice. <laughs> nice. Brilliant. So, yeah, it's like a little, it's that almost like cool. a graveyard because he's it's, not it's selling it. Yeah, like the 7 series, it seems to have the prices on, but anything like 318, $2. There's a lot there when you go past. There's probably 40 cars there. BMW 525e E28, another nice solid old car, 20, 2550. Is that? Mm -hmm. the, 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 the 2.5 one? Yeah, they're nice as well. It's, it's tempting, yeah, that's that, the E28, isn't it? Yeah. E28. Send it to Chris Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I said that,
not tiny. That's tiny. Two and a half grand. Yeah. Two and a half grand. I mean, it's got the original style kidney beans as well. Yeah. That looks I mean, really solid. I mean, that, that looks all right. I mean, there must there's, there's, I think just don't it's have a space. not very good audio for us to be on a looking at pictures and going, that looks really cool and not saying what Guys, that is. Go on this website buy these cars yeah, yeah, we do. Absolutely. Somebody who knows Chris Harris tell him that this exists. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, every time I send him a message on Twitter it just does not get read. Yeah. Well, I, he must not go on Twitter. He must go on he it for a split second to post, post and then yeah. that's it. Yeah. Drop and done. Which is probably the best way to do it. He must have a that billion messages. I mean, he'd have, yeah, otherwise he'd be, he yeah. wouldn't have time to do anything I think else, I managed to get the email address of his agent. <laughs> and I, uh, I sent her an email saying I'd like to give him a t-shirt she was like yeah. I'll let him know and then that was it I said I'll draw any car he wants and put it on a t-shirt for him mm. and I still got no reply but I bet that she doesn't have his contact details yeah. it's just yeah. he's employed her to be the barrier for everyone yeah. else that is a, she's got a, no idea she's ever met yeah, it's, it's a very <laughs> high point of entry yeah. that I think she sends him emails all the time yeah replies. Yeah. Really. yeah because I got in touch with Freddie Flintoffs as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were like, unfortunately, he has a contract with Giacomo. I was like, of course he does, yeah. I yeah, can't yeah, believe that. <laughs> and, and then by that point, I was like, there's no point in me even trying with Paddy McGuinness. <laughs> I'm not northern enough for them. <laughs> They're more northern than me. Paddy, Paddy would have done it. Yeah, he'd probably be like, he yes, mate. Yeah. Yeah, he'd probably have had a laugh doing yeah, it. So if yeah. anyone knows Paddy. Yeah, if anyone knows Paddy McGuinness, please, uh, please send him my way. I'll send him a t shirt. Well, the thing is, Chris Harris does independent videos still. Oh, does he? Mm. So he'll do like a Chris Harris on car style. I can't, style. See, oh, I can't yeah. see Chris Harris having a, having a, um, a contract of Giacomo. No, <laughs> definitely not Giacomo. Maybe they need to be like an inverse of Giacomo. Yeah. And yeah. Then he get, but like I saw him when he did the Bugatti Chiron and the, was it the Oath? No, Type 37 in Dubai. He did a, yeah, the Chiron yeah, and the yeah, old yeah, Bugatti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know which one I mean? Yeah. yeah. He was wearing a Vans t-shirt. And I was like, if only that was my t-shirt instead, yeah, yeah. it would be more appropriate. Vans don't need it. Vans no, definitely don't need it. Don't and if I can turn to Conan awesome. to the Vans of the car world, yeah. that's the, the that's, ultimate goal for the brand. You need something you can choose. Yeah. And you can be a Ken Block. I've got someone that can make me some like track day shoes. I've got some prototypes in the oh, car. Yeah, why don't you get him to make him trainers? I actually saw those on your story. Yeah, what size shoe are you? I'm an 11. Oh, they're a 10. But I'm a 9. So they're too loose for me. Are they a big 10? I don't know, because I'm a 9. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> they're a really big 9. So they're not a small 10. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which would be a 9. Yeah. So who are you, Mike? I'm a 9. Oh, oh. I want him to be a 10. Yeah, I desperately used to believe socks. that I was big a 10. Socks. Big socks. Big socks. I desperately believed I was a 10 when I was a teenager. No, so did I. I, I and I would buy shoes yeah. that were too big for me. Absolutely. <laughs> I have so much space. Down. I literally have three pairs of shoes that I've had for the last ten years. And I'll go and get the. I'll get them out of the car after we finish. What are they? Just they're just track day, track day shoes. No, mm. like proper driving shoes that you would like wear. Like Sparkle. Yeah. That style shoe. Yeah. Okay. But I can have them made with my logo and everything on them. I can do well, black. When I white. start racing, do you want to sponsor me? No, because that involves me <laughs> giving you money, and I don't it's have money goods. to give you. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could just give me free clothes. I could give you some shoes, and <laughs> you we'll could put sponsor some my race suit. We could probably get that to work, actually. Yeah. However, if I want them homologated, so it doubles the, the cost. Um, so if you do racing, oh, so they won't be, right, they're okay, track so day they appropriate, but yeah. if I want them yeah. FIA homologated, so they're twice as expensive. Right. Okay. If, I, if you want some good shoes for driving in yeah. and taking to track days where you can wear like jeans and trainers and things, mm. these will be more than sufficient. Can you just get one homologated? 
or like the what? accelerator one. No, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> I can, but it, it, it doubles the cost of everything. If I get, I can do shoes and gloves. Yeah, yeah. And the the balaclavas. Mm. For, I saw the helmet as well. That was decent. That was a motorbike helmet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. It was really cool. It looked really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the guys that I know, because they have a racing team, they mm. do Mazda 2s. Nice. So they're having them for their... That's cool. For their use. So they can get them homologated because they're made by an actual manufacturer. Oh, I see. But he knows the people who run the company. So he's like, oh, our R&D team can just do this stuff for you. Yeah, that's not fair. So if you want them homologated, then it just doubles the cost. Right is what it's been communicated to me because everything has to be like fire safe and all that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff yeah. Um, but for just like track days spirited drive and that then you can have them cheaper because yeah, yeah. they don't need to be I'm not going to be liable if your car catches yeah. fire and you burn My your feet, feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere else is fine so yeah but genuinely no, I'll get them I'll, you can try if they fit then you can yeah, my yeah. tester because I can't test them because they're too True. big. Yeah. So they just dig into the back of my foot. But These are I, lovely, they're just a bit small. Yeah, <laughs> they're really good, but they're really tight. A bit tight, a bit tight. It's not no. Well, yeah, I had a, si a pair of size 10 Converse for a bit, and I looked like I was wearing clown shoes. Because mm. Converse are already quite yeah, big. Yeah, they're, they're very long. Yeah, very so long. they just looked ridiculous. They are, I was, they are clown shoe shaped. I was really yeah, skinny at the time as well, so it's not like I had a full figure to fill out the rest of... you also of, have skinny jeans. I had skinny yeah, jeans. See, and that doesn't help. I hate skinny jeans. And really big shoes. Yeah. yeah. And the floppy Justin Bieber hair. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so I just looked like a right... I don't know how I had a girlfriend at that time. <laughs> but I think that, that was, was 90s though, wasn't it? No, early 2000s. Uh, oh, yeah, I was born in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was You're nine. 91, aren't you? I was 91, so I was 9 when it was 2000. Yeah, so this is what, 2000 and... Well, this is 10 years ago, so yeah. early 2010s. Jesus. I was 18, so late noughties, early 10s. When were you born? 93. 93. I'm only two years younger than you. Um, yeah, yeah. We're not me versus Mike in this kind of Mike, <laughs> Mike is ten years older than me. Nineteen eighty-three. Yeah. So. Yeah, it gets uh, yeah, it gets a bit bad. Well, by this point, it's just a general. We're all in the same generation now. We are. That's yeah, yeah. Close enough. What are we? Generation X. So no, Mike might be the tail end of X. I border up. I think. Because we're yeah, general. Who makes these? Like, no, who makes these, these sort of, I mean, I millennial. You're millennial. You're tail end X yeah, into millennial. Yeah. We're okay. firmly millennial Gen Y, whichever one you want to call it. Mm. And then like 2000 so is like Gen Z. Yeah, and then there's. Well, probably who were the boomers then? They My were post-war. Oh, of course they were. Yeah, post-war. Baby boomers. The ones, boom, who, the ones who own their own houses. Yeah, if you own your own house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, post-war. I mean, I say that I do own my own house, but. My mum and dad like yeah, yeah. yeah basically. Yeah, it's like everyone pretty much. You know, a lot, a lot yeah. of oh, it's running ten years. How <laughs> was it called? Cool? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, was? I, I wasn't going to answer it, but it was someone like, oh, on on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> if you could have stuck around, he'd have been a, a good questions. addition as well. He'd have probably just been dropping. Yeah, but then the thing is, the thing is, I, I was going to say, you, I don't know, you need a, a strong edit ethic. <laughs> so, yeah, and I'm not planning on editing this much. Yeah, if you don't want to edit too much, he's not the man for the job, is he? I also need to figure out how to um, put audio onto podcast platforms. So I might have to ask... Uh, to be honest, I've... Could have you used Anchor? No. Is that something I have to pay for? No, free. No, I've got Anchor. I did podcasts on Anchor as well. There we go. Does that yeah, put them on like Spotify and Apple Podcasts? 
You literally, oh. yeah, put them on Spotify, put them on Apple Podcasts. Do that. You just upload it straight away. There we go. Well, that's it then. Answer Sorry. that question. Absolutely done. Don't need to. Yeah, I've, done, I've done them before. Perfect. Because now our next job is how to strip audio from video. <laughs> so, so all my back on, episodes can yeah, be. Yeah, you see, I've got no. If you go on that one. <laughs> Do you know how to strip audio from uh, video? What video software are you using? Have you edited it or just literally put it up? So I filmed it on my phone. Yeah. And then I put it into OpenShot, which lets me piece things together and chip add bits and cut yeah. things out and then I save it as an mp4 file okay download DaVinci I do that I've got the because it's free okay free video editing software and I'm pretty sure not don't quote me on it but you probably have to ask Liam um, but I'm pretty sure it, it separates the audio from the video alright or you can just download the video put it onto Anchor can you do uh, that download the audio from DaVinci put it onto Anchor alright because my current like plan I've was got, to do like a YouTube to MP3. I did Spotify, uh, some podcasts on. Um, yeah. Do that with your other half? Mental health with my missus. And you haven't invited me on, jeez. Oh, well, this is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you studied psychology, February, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. February 2020 was our last one. Right. Yeah, because you, you were psychology, which probably means that my other half is probably better suited than me to have any conversations about psychology. Yeah, maybe they should just do a podcast. Yeah, as a psychologist. You and I to do some we'll do sort of cars and basic crap. Yeah. <laughs> everyone who listened to it was like, it's so nice just to listen to you and you know, you're going through the same thing as everyone else and we just basically talk about what we're going through, you know, business, uh, with our careers, with our life, you know, money worries and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, is what I, you're I doing now with Tacona? It's just, yeah, but my outside of Tacona life isn't that interesting. Neither is ours, but... Because, like... If you don't think it is, but then it might... No, that's true. Else. But no one else's you know. life's interesting. How many other people yeah. have been in a lift? With yeah, that is true. I, but that's Tacona. Outside of Tacona, I'm I just... I'd work a normal, like, job. Yeah, but Tacona, but then Tacona is... Your it's life, my life, really. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't really. If you ask Grace, it's definitely my yeah, life. <laughs> yeah, I was say. What does Lewis do? He does cars. It's like the cap. I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. If you want to know I mean, where Mike is, he's in the cap. Because always, yeah. yeah. It's half four, and we started at half eight this morning. We're still here. We've done a full day. Yeah. Most people's working day. Thing is, like quite often, especially like Friday and Saturday, I'll be in at sort of eight. You know, I'll leave at midnight because yeah. I do the pizza as well. Yeah. So you just just kind of. We've got a grind for the like. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not a complaint. It's just that yeah. that's so you, you can just, afford you to do... pay someone to do oh, the hours that you do. I'm complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not winching yet. I wanted success without any work. Yeah, me that too. Lovely. My my plan was I'm going to start this clothing brand. I'm going to make an Instagram Next account week. and a website. And within a year, yeah. I'll have a McLaren. See, yeah. I thought I thought I'd make a website and that's it. You've made it. That's it. Everybody can see it and that's yeah. it done. And that's it. Well, then you find out that everybody has a website and there are lots of and yeah. nobody's searching yeah. for you directly unless they find out that you exist and then well, you, this is the thing, yeah. you have you to need do to a lot of work and then people are like oh why do you follow people and unfollow them it's like because that's the equivalent of me getting you in the high street going this is what I do and then walking off yeah. like that's the, the digital <laughs> not, equivalent not obviously. listening to what you do yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, oh that's nice I'll throw that away yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a, Come a business card and just chucking it in the bin on the I, accident. Accident. Well, I didn't do that accident, I, was at, I was at the Silverton Classic and some random guy came up to me it turns out that he runs um, like a part shop right. in Poland that's now branching out into uh, this country. He sponsored, uh, sponsors Alex Brundle, who invited him to the classic. Right. He just came up to me, started talking to me, gave me his business card, and I get back to the car and I've I've taken my phone out of my pocket. Lost and the I've card. Lost the business oh, card. Right. 
And it's a Polish guy, so his name is not something that rolls off the top. No, <laughs> he can't. Luckily, luckily I found one. Yeah. <laughs> found I was like, sponsorship. <laughs> you have to actually do something. No, I know, I know. To be sponsored, no, <laughs> yeah. sponsor my car. Well, what do you do? Nothing I just, yet. It sits I on my car. Just give me some money. Just a nice car. Yeah, I, I like I it. I figured that out pretty quickly. Because yeah. I'm currently trying to figure out how to get Toyota to lend me a car for a year. GR Super. GR eighty six. Because I've already got the 86, so I know what it's going to be like. True, true. And I, every show I go to, I pit, I can fit my gazebo, my star, yeah, I can fit everything in I it. I saw that, yeah. When we were at Fuel, we got everything, plus my friend and his golden retriever, hmm. in the 86. That's so impressive. So we all, we unpacked There's everything. There is a lot of stuff. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, you've got quite, I was like, yeah, all of this fits into that car. So my, my thinking is, well, if I approach Toyota and go, lend me a GR86, because I'm going to go to every show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to every show that I can. Yeah. We'll, we'll wrap it at their expense. <laughs> in their, their branding with my branding. Yeah. And this, this car will spend mm-hmm. a year going, well, just, just show season. Yeah. We'll go to all the shows we can. We'll fit everything in the car. Mm-hmm. We'll have it next to the stand. And that will represent just how usable the car is mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and how much Toyota support men's mental health, yeah. which is a huge benefit and to them. And the thing them. is, if you, even if you're using it just day to day as well, it's just there, isn't it? It gets so much It gets attention. so much attention. The Renault gets an incredible amount of attention because you don't see them anymore. And that surprised no. me, that. Yeah, I've been like driving down the motorway and people have been filming me as they go past. I don't know, when you have a car that's that rare, yeah. You do get a lot. Yeah. It's like the, the TT. So, I mean, it's not a, a particularly special car, but because they're getting older, you're seeing yeah, less no of them. Yeah. It's like, no, you used to have, no, Mel used to have a, she had a GLC. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's not anything exciting, but mm. it is a 45, 50,000 pound car. Yeah. And she'd drive to work every day in it. And once a week, she'd take mine. Just yeah. to give it a run out. Yeah, it yeah. When it was, you know. Because your commute's not long enough. No, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> And um, so, but she said, you know, people would, should do, she'd be in a petrol station in the GLC, she should just go fill up, mm. get back in, nothing. She said every time she took the TET, yeah, without fail, yeah. people would uh, come over it's and talk to her in the petrol stuff. station yeah, or ask a question. Especially yeah. one with aftermarket wheels on it. And yeah, I mean, it, to be fair, it is quite, when it's up and running and it's out, it's quite tidy. Mm. Yeah. You know, it, it looks all right from a distance and, you know, most people aren't. People get up, like, yeah, come yeah, over, yeah. Talk to them, they see it. Yeah, yeah, you have to drive. Oh, no. Just have to drive. <laughs> Sorry, really, really busy. <laughs> so, but you know, it's, it's, that's what happens when you've got an older, older yeah. car. Yeah. You, you know, if you keep them yeah. on the road, people appreciate it, don't they? I have the same thing with the Mini, like, people filming me on the motorway. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm driving around in a, yeah. a Renault that costs like less yeah, than a set of tyres. It's got a big dint on one door and that. I'm like, oh. Oh. Film it from the other side. <laughs> Let me ever take you. <laughs> you should see the shock on people's face when I ever take them. It's fantastic. Yeah. So like one of the roads to get from here to Chelmsford, if you go like that way and you go through the roadings, mm-hmm. there's a mini roundabout. And if you go left, it takes you up to the A120. Yeah. But it's almost arrow straight for about a mile and a half. It like goes over a few like hills and things, but it's really there. straight. And I, I had a guy at the mini roundabout, this guy in a Corsa came ahead of me. Yeah. And he was just doing like 30. Yeah. I was like, it's a 60. So I overtook him. And as I went past, his face was like, what the? F-? <laughs> as I was passing him in this whole little Renault, he's like, what the? <laughs> and that's my commute to the day job is through all those country yeah. lanes. Mm-hmm. So I know where all the overtaking spots yeah. are and how fast I need to be going. Yeah. And so I've overtaken road. motorbikes down there. Yeah, because I know where I need to be going at six, how far ahead I need to be going, getting up to sixty, so that by the time I hit this corner, 
there's a straight after it yeah. and I'm already doing 60 so when this bike slows down to 40 to take the corner because he's not very good on his bike I can just nip past him and just <laughs> I to overtake everything it's like a higher booster yeah like, like, oh, oh, because oh. a bike can't take a corner quite as quick but I know that if I let him get to the straight Hmm. he's going to pull away from me yeah. so if I'm already doing 60 which I can keep doing round the corner he's got to slow down to 40 <laughs> so by the time we get to the, the straight he's not got enough time to get back to 60 by that the time I've passed him yeah, I do this commute like four times yeah. a week and is this the guy that you see I see him all the time yeah. and he always drives too slow on this bike runs? so I've had a couple of attempts <laughs> to know where he's going to be doing 35 and I'm going to be doing 60 That's so, so I just I give myself a couple of corners to let him get space so he thinks yeah, I'm yeah. not going to do anything and then, you smash and then him I, right I catch him right by surprise I'm already doing 60 and he's not got time to pull away <laughs> has he not really cottoned on to this at this point I think it's too infrequent that I see him Yeah. but I'll remember what my plan is and yeah. he won't know that I'm coming oh, so I'll see him and I'll go right I'll keep back yeah. hopefully he's not seen me yet and I'll plan my attack <laughs> perfectly time it so that by the time we get to the corner that I know there's enough straight yeah. away afterwards I'm doing 60 and he's doing 30 and I'm past him before he's, he's like, got a chance that pesky red yeah oh, damn you he's shaking his fist as I go back <laughs> but yeah like, so in the 86 I can take every corner at 65 yeah. and I just you don't need to think about it no and then you have to kind of push a bit into naughty territory to really appreciate yeah. what's going on because yeah. now it's got yeah. coilovers and it's got proper tyres yeah, and do. the rear wheels are quite wide I can take corners quite quickly yeah. but there's certain corners because the the 86 you feel everything yeah. it makes you quite nervous because everything feels like <laughs> I'm losing control it's a bit skittish on the edge. it's not skittish but because you feel every surface and you can yeah. feel the chassis is really good mm. you feel way too connected okay. whereas in the Renault it's quite soft so you know that until you're really leaning you've still got grip <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so in the Renault there's certain corners that are national speed limit corners and I'll take them at 55 in the Renault yeah. because I know you where my limits of safe. grip are yeah. whereas in the 86 because you're so low and it's so much wider you, you feel like you're taking way more of the road so I'm yeah. doing 50 mm. so in reality I'm actually going faster in the Renault <laughs> Which yeah. is a 1.1 1. 1 on like 100 mil wide yeah. tyres. Like. Well, it it? Whereas the 86, you're like, oh, I'll take this a little bit. Because yeah. if anything yeah. happens, a lot is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in the Renault, it just runs wide a bit and you let off and it pulls yeah. itself back into line. Drive cars are just better. Whereas in the 86, <laughs> if, if the back goes and you've got the traction control on, yeah. you have you no scope it. to, no, no, to no, correct. Stops. It just cuts all the power. Yeah. So then you just slide. And then you have to turn the traction control off. And then you slide. And then you're like, now I'm definitely going to slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's gone. We're in a hedge, it's yeah. gone. See, I, I, I um, do like, you know, when you've got a slightly underpowered car. Because yeah. it was like with, when I had the Bora before the TT. Yeah, yeah. It was a 1.6. It was just a 1.6, 100 brake, 102 brake horsepower, family granddad car. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, but it was, you had to just do, th you had to you think have to a bit more. Yeah, you have to think you? about what you're going to do. You have to, it's a bit more, you know, involvement in kind of the, the TT, especially because it's quite far as well. You can just, you can pretty much just do no, what you want. Yeah, yeah you're 60 everywhere. And it's fun, don't get me wrong, it's great to yeah, drive because yeah. you always feel like, and you, you feel know, like you're like an absolute hero. Yeah, yeah. But, and you're in the seats and you feel yourself getting pushed yeah, into the corners of the seats yeah. a bit more. But it's like, yeah, the Bora Cup size are like in the wet, unbaked lights on, the steer, and you kind of. Yeah, you know, pushing a car that's way more exciting than. Slow car fast is yeah. faster, that is more yeah. fun yeah, than yeah, fast more. car slow, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because, um, like, even with like supercars, they're only fun 
when you can really push them. And that's the and point. There's nowhere to push them. And like you said, where do you? At what point do you? Yeah. Get to push a car like that. Yeah. To its actual you potential before you feel you have to go you're pushing it. You're you're definitely in. in you're getting in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And then it, when you're at those speeds to get the most out of it, if anything happens, you're in a whole lot of trouble. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, not yeah, even no, from the speeding point. It's no, like if, if there's a crash, safety, yeah. you're, in a, you're in a heap of trouble at that point. Mm. Um, whereas in the Renault, so you're only doing, doing 30. Yeah. Small cars for everyone. Yeah, everybody buy a small, slow, cheap, old car. Small, slow cars, everyone, yeah. everyone buy a Renault 5. Yeah, everyone. let's get them all back out on the road. might push the value, I think. Yeah, my, <laughs> I think it's already probably worth more than I paid for small it. Because it, it works. Yeah, because it works. Yeah. Right. I, I've made it a working car that will probably get an MOT soon. Um, I hope so, because it's due soon. <laughs> yeah. um, it's more about when the guy that who's near to where Luke is, that does the MOTs for everyone, he, I think he's on holiday, which is really oh. frustrating. And then I'm going to be on holiday. So fortunately, Luke is going to take it. He's going to leave it. You've, not, you've met Luke and his dad, haven't you? When met we were at Vista. Vista, yeah. You remember how big those two men are? That'd be funny. <laughs> no, genuinely, I got a video from him the other day. Oh, yeah, we think, because it was having an issue. It had an issue where it felt like there was crap being pulled through the full fuel system. So every mm. so often, it would just cut out. Yeah. Just doing 40 day. And it's not like no amount of revs or anything would mm. start it back up. I had to physically restart it. So I think there's something wrong with the fuel system where it's pulling crap through it. It's a bite. It's a quad, I think. Yeah. Ah, the local nubbeds. They, yeah, they come down my road. Yeah. I have no appreciation for them. And I used to have quad bikes, but we yeah, live in the fields. They're on the road. Yeah, they're yeah. Really people with quad bikes think that they're people with motorbikes. And yeah. they ride them as such. So they try and carve Which traffic. basically, you've got stabilizers. Yeah. But they try and carve through traffic. <laughs> they carve traffic like they're on a motorbike, and they're yeah. not. They're too wide to carve yeah, traffic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they just uh, aggravate everyone. But anyway, the Renault had this problem where it kept dying, like in car parks yeah. and things like that. Um, so I took it back to them, and he said, oh, have you changed the fuel filter? I said, I couldn't even tell you where the fuel filter is. He went, <laughs> right, because it's on backwards. So I think that's probably the problem. Oh, oh, well, yeah, I was like, well, the only people that have had it since I've had it are you guys. So have you changed the fuel filter? He's like, no, we haven't. It was probably on backwards before. But the other problem it was having was probably more of a problem than this would make it noticeable. So right. it had that lumpiness, yeah. which probably was timing in right with all the crap coming through. Yeah. And the valves were open enough so that when the crap hit it, it didn't cut it out because it was getting too much fuel. Okay. Right. So the crap wasn't blocking up anything. Whereas now we've fixed the problem with the valves, they're opening to the right amount to not let too much fuel in. Yeah. And, now it's and now the crap's hitting it and blocking it hmm. because the fuel filter was the on. The crap backwards. was almost compensating for the fact that it was over. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was over fueling right. and therefore all the extra bits were just getting through because there was mm. enough space. Whereas we've closed the space to the right amount, and now the crap's, and now the crap's hitting it and blocking it. So then, that yeah. prompted the fuel filter to be checked, and then it turns out the fuel filter was on backwards. So that's been on backwards for quite some time. I yeah, probably thirty-five years. So it's been on yeah, it was yeah. Renault that did it. So it's been on backwards, which means all the crap isn't really being filtered. Because I was like, well, surely it's still filtering. He's like, that's not really how it works. So it's, it's like a one-way. I think it's like yeah, a one-way yeah, back. Yeah, so it's just letting all the crap through. Yeah. which is not really what I want. So he said, I think that's fixed the problem. And he told me this by sending me a video of him and his, him in the passenger seat. He was like, me, me and dad are taking the car out and it seems fine. I went, well, this means that both of you are in it because you're in the passenger seat of this video. <laughs> Please send me a photo of you both in my car. He's like, he didn't send me a photo because they'd obviously got back and got on with yeah. their lives. Yeah. And then he sent me the video. 
I said, oh, that would have been great. He went, oh, by the way, we can both fit in a Fiat 500, an original one, which is Whoa, smaller than the Renault. Yeah, I was like, that is a photo I need yeah, for my wallpaper. Like stuff. Yeah, yeah, just the front on. That's of feet a, out of the window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the perfect photo for my phone wallpaper would be a front-on shot yeah. of those two in a Fiat 500 through the windscreen, just like shoulder to shoulder, like <laughs> squeeze into this car. So I need to be at an event with both of them and the Fiat 500 and get this photo at some point. Because there's going to be an event with me and both of them in the Renault, so I can true, get that true. photo. Yeah. But I need a Fiat 500 to be there just to make it even better. I don't better. see many old Fiat 500s. No. I know where there's a few in West London. Okay. I know a guy who's is got this a... Is Fiat break No, no. <laughs> um, one of the guys from the, the Chiswick lot, yeah. he's got a Fiat 500 estate. Cool. Well, it's not really an estate. It's just a slightly longer Fiat, Fiat 500. Yeah, it's almost like a van Fiat 500. Still he, cool. Why? Why did they make those? Well, they were small, like practical cars, weren't it's they? Like the it's so you could get a dog in the back. Bread. Yeah, tiny yeah. pieces of bread. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Have you ever been to like any Italian place where all the roads yeah, are about this yeah. one? Yeah, that's a good point. On the edge of cliffs. Yeah, so it was for that more than anything. Yeah, so he, the guy who's got that does a lot of the organising of the Fiat 500 club events. Nice. So we, we can find a Fiat 500 at some point. As long as it's within like 20 miles of London, because otherwise yeah, yeah. they can't get there because yeah. they always die. Um, but there's another guy that goes down there. He, he, I met him at one or two of them. He's got this lovely old Fiat 500. Hmm. And he's like, Oh, I've got another car. So I was like, Oh, what's yours? Like, oh, I've got a Cantash. <laughs> and I'm like, What? Well, just have it. Yeah, just why didn't you bring that down? Contrast. <laughs> yeah. So he's got this Fiat 500 and a Cantash, Cuntash, however you want to say it. Hmm. And he just lives in like a normal house on the street with a garage. And he posted this video. And he's like, just starting up the Lamborghini for the morning. And it's just in a garage on a street. Just going to annoy the neighbours. Just Yeah, because you have to prime the fuel pump by pumping the throttle a bit. And then you turn on and he goes, bah! And you're like, Jesus Christ. And then he, he, like, he went from that and he just panned around. And it's just this normal street with houses all down it. But it's in London, so it's obviously quite an expensive street if you can yeah, have a double a, garage. There's probably a few little gems yeah, yeah. dotted about. It's probably like in Wimbledon and the house costs yeah. like two million quid. And I'm like, it's just a normal house. Yeah, it's a two bed. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. With a four-car garage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a lift. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there are these interesting cars knocking around. Mm. There is a Corvette not far from here as well, a C5. Oh. And I've just figured out, actually, I know who, that's the Custom Exotics guys, so I now know where they live. <laughs> oh, I was hoping, uh, it's a shame they weren't here today. Uh, it's the weather would have yeah, no, anybody okay, coming yeah. out in a Corvette. Yeah, no, no I understand why. I just, it's a shame because I wanted them to look at mine. No one yeah, just well, to so around it. George with the RX-8 said, mm. oh, do you want to go for a ride in the RX-8? So right. It's like to yeah. compare it to the 86. So we went across the train line and left down that really tight lane. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> so you go down there and then we turned around and came back. The toilet's not out the front, I was mate. Gonna say, oh, <laughs> I'm going to go and wee in the back of my car. Yeah, I was like, where, where is he going? Public indecency. Yeah. Um, so after we turned around and came back, I spotted this horribly green Corvette. Right. And I remember him saying he's just bought a horribly green Corvette because he passed me in Harlow. Oh. He was like, oh, I saw you the other day. I was like, were you in that horrible Corvette? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awful yeah. power. Yeah, he's like, oh, I bought it that way. And I got it cheap because it's this colour. I've got to repaint it. But they oh, live nice. over that way. If oh, that that's is, cool. Yeah, no, that's good. I think that's them. Yeah, because I've just decided, obviously, I've got to get someone to paint it. I've got a couple They've of got people, a paint but... They've got paint booth. Yeah. Um, it's only because, I've, obviously, there's, I've got the kit to fit. Right. So, because I've got the Votex, the original Audi Votex kit that I've pieced together over a few years. 
Yeah, yeah. And then fit the kit and then. I've got like yeah, there's a spoiler to be done, and there's a. I wanted to put that little Porsche vent in the bonnet. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate. I'm texting. I'm no, that's right. Checking what time I've got to go home for dinner. That's right. I'll um, just get. I presume that she'll just come in and tell me. I've got a feeling Grace is doing a roast chicken. Hmm. Um, so I'm gonna double check. Yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, just in case she's like five <laughs> o'clock, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> to be fair, I'm alright because I'm just. Here. Here, you're across. So I'll just make whatever. In all fairness, I'm only four minute walk away. Yeah, it's not that far. It's not, not a like difficult thing. A big, big um, but I do have to put stuff back in the car at some point. No, it's fine. Um, but yeah, no, so. No, anyway, so yeah, I was hoping to. Yeah. Because it feels like it's more up this street. Because there is a guy that I know of as well, that, that, that Andy, who owns the Porsche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave me a, a, some details name. for a guy, but I don't know. Having, I haven't spoken to him yet, but I don't know if he's does that kind of stuff. Because when I went on his website, he does a lot of Mark 1, Mark 2 escorts. Yeah. It feels, it feels like he's a little bit more um, in that direction. Uh, I'm getting a bit peckish. So, yeah, that's good. I need like a medium... Well, Grace has said she hasn't done anything yet, which means the chicken takes like an hour and a half. So that's at least an hour and a half. It's you can have a panini. Well, not a panini because that's grammatically correct. Cleared <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it up for anyone listening. Uh, it's panino for yeah. the singular. Did you know that the singular panino. of panini is panino? Panino. Yeah, it's panino. For so when you look on yeah. our, if you look on our menu, that's brilliant. It would be panino. <laughs> the reason people think it's panini is because when shops put, we like, do we sell panini. It's because yeah, can I have a panini? They sell more than one. They sell more than one. Like sandwiches. Yeah, because yeah. that's all panino means is sandwich. It's not even the thing that That's you buy. Panino is just sandwich in Italian. Next time I go, I'm going to ask for a panino. Yeah, can I have yeah, one panino, please? That's yeah. accurate. Yeah, that <laughs> is accurate. So I listen to a podcast from time to time called There's No Such Thing as a Fish, which is yeah, the QI yeah. elves. Yeah. And they've got a thing about it on there where one of them is like, it's panino. And they always take the mick out of him. And then I came in here for the first time. I was looking at Mike's menu. I was like... It says panino, and you were like, "Yeah, that's the right way." I was like, "I know, that's why I'm excited." Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I finally found somewhere. <laughs> finally found a panino place. <laughs> well, I'm nearly thirty years old. I've never heard that. So I only yeah, found that recently. It's not very. It's a bit niche. Yeah, it shouldn't be though. It shouldn't. <laughs> it shouldn't really be a niche. But thing. is that like an English adaptation to the word? Well, no. It's, it's just because what would happen is a lot of places will put because obviously I do multiple panini. Yeah. So there's lots of so them. I so you write panini. panini. Yeah, so on the front yeah. of a shop, quite often, or in a, on a sign, they'll say, we sell yeah. panini. Can't so people it. just assume that that's yeah. what they call and they go and ask for one panini. Yeah. It's, it's, you know. That's like, you can't say, I sell multiple paninos. No. No, because it's not paninos, because it's panini. Because you change the O to an I. Oh, yeah, that doesn't even work, does it? No, it's, and that's the thing. That's why people just assume it's panini. More than one yeah. panino. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna have one panini. It's like one paninis. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, one sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. It's not the whole americano thing. An americano is just a regular coffee, but you're asking yeah. for an American style coffee in Italian. Oh, <laughs> right. So yeah. if someone says, "Can I have a so coffee?" So in Italy, please? what? So if you, if, if you it's it's with more water. Yes, and it's, a, it's what we would just call a coffee, you know, a regular an coffee. An espresso, not an espresso. Yeah. Although apparently you can say both. Yeah. Well, there isn't an X in it. No, I know. Which means um, that you can't. 
No, espresso. But I think he just gave up. But yeah, so no, so the, the yeah the regular coffee is in Italy they'd call it an American coffee hmm. because they don't, they don't drink, drink espresso. That. Yeah, it's only the Americans, so they oh, they okay. call it americano. So we've now started calling asking for an American style coffee in Italian. Yeah, yeah. In this case, it's bizarre. But we just roll with it, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. coffee's a weird thing. It's like a cult. It's like a coffee is, a, yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. Yeah. So people should basically just ask for a black coffee then? Yeah. If you come into the next Cars and Coffee and you want an Americano, yeah. you have to have a black coffee. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's Americano on the board, though. Yeah. I've just gone with it. I've, I've just, you've got to, sometimes you've got to you just give people what they want. You've got to pay <laughs> customers, yeah. Has anyone else ever asked you about the word panino? couple of people have they said it staff have do they go you've got <laughs> this wrong and you're like no i'm right you're wrong uh, alex alex did <laughs> did he yeah oh, i bet you loved telling him he was wrong he was like well no i didn't take that loads of coin <laughs> it, sit down he was a sign it. it's like <laughs> well no we did end up having about it because you know Seriously? bless him you know how you've not met alex yeah, that's why you know alex, how he works here but no, basically no he's, he's he's lovely he's probably but gonna listen to this as well 10 like, minutes 15 minutes of that explanation it, it just because there was just multiple questions. Yeah. Well, he's inquisitive. Yeah, no, he is. He's, he's trying to be pedantic in that he was right, I imagine, and you were telling him why is he was pedantic? wrong. <laughs> <laughs> pedantic, pedantic. Pedantic. But I don't know. No, he just, he just was like, oh, I said you spelt, said you, you spelt, spelt panini wrong. Yeah. On the thing, and I was like, no, 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 it's panino. I was like, singular. That's mental. Like, yeah. Every day's a school day. Right. Yeah, so that's that's the singular of paninis, panino. Yeah, we get the odd person ask, um, but most people just they you just, say panini. Just say panini, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I see. You get a few people that say, "Oh, one panino," and they seem to be questioning what they're asking for. <laughs> you can see, is this a different You can see, there's a look on their face, like panino, and then the odd person will be brave enough to say, "Oh." Why is the difference? Because yeah, yeah. I think they then think, what am I ordering? Yeah, like, yeah. What yeah. am I actually asking for? What's this and that's the difference between this and the panini that I have from Costa? <laughs> yeah. It says how much panini on it. But then that's the other thing it. is that they yeah. assume it's going to be that bread. So we also have to explain that because it only means sandwich, you can use whatever bread you want. Ah. <laughs> so I've caught, I mean, to be honest, it, it's a bit... This is a minefield. Like, surely, like, food sandwich... It's basically just... Purpose. People not understanding Italian. Right. We're wanting to use Italian words. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to base this whole coffee and sandwich culture yeah. around Italian. Well, it was surely it's an American take on the Italians. Yeah, because the Italians go into America and setting up cafes and things. Oh, yeah, and now that's we where the New York it. pizza comes from because Napolitans went over and adapted their pizza. Yeah, so we're we're third generational culture at this point. We have the Italian culture that went to America. Yeah, it's just a mess at this point. And then the American yeah. Italian. It's just a whole one, one, one I mean, it's, it's like, it, yeah, there is a mindful, because if you like our pizza, we base it on a certain type of, it's just influences from different pizzas, because yeah. you, you can't, it's just. <laughs> so it's your, it's, yeah, this pizza, it's not any pizza, it's not Italian, it's not American, it's just. This. Yours is specific pizza, isn't it? Yeah, it's based, on, it's pizza in a tray, which is a style that they tend to sell in Rome, okay. in street vendors. But what they do in Rome is because you've got like, high footfall you shops. You're making hungry now. I'm already hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. But, well, I'm We're fair, thinking about a panino. Today, like, I was, yeah, yeah, I was one, thinking yeah. I might take the pizza home, but yeah. you'll have to, how long does it take to warm up? About 40, 45 minutes, I suppose. Yeah, a bit much. Yeah. Probably better with a panino. You can definitely do a panino. Better with a panino, yeah. yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so no, they're normally you'd, you'd buy it in trays. Hmm. They would be sat in trays, and then you they'll cut it. Okay. And they'll wait. Oh, so it's like it's by the slice. Right. But okay. they sell it traditionally yeah. in those types of shops. But it's normally um, made in big. I just realised I've got half of my pizza from last night in the fridge at home, ready to get preheated. Okay, See. Yeah. So um, but so when we serve pizza in here. You get your own pizza, so it's yeah. like you would normally do when you go out and just order a pizza pizza, but it comes with scissors. Nice. So you can then, and they're all cooked in these trays, so it kind of meets it halfway. Because we That's don't have the footfall in this town to, to do by the slice. Slice, yeah. No, we, no, we sometimes have the odd slice, like we'll do, yeah. we'll sometimes put a couple on, but yeah. it won't be, it's nothing like you get. Hmm. Well, we'll get to the big unit. Yeah, when we get going in the big unit. Maybe you'll have more. Oh, yeah. We'll have reg well the idea like if you look at say caffeine and machine people drive to go to caffeine and machine yeah. a friend of mine just drove from Brighton in a I'm in a metro yeah it's Matt oh, <laughs> Connor yeah yeah Connor yeah he drove from Brighton to um, the Cotswolds in a metro and it's his friend from here his friend met him there from it? Scotland <laughs> that's the, that's they the were like this is the halfway I mean, point <laughs> that's got to be the dream isn't it just to be to, have to be that much can, of a destination. Yeah, be that draws. much of a draw. I mean, to be honest, you don't even need to be that much, do you? Really, you just we need even, to even the southeast would yeah, be enough. Make, you know, it would a profit. That's it. Yeah, and enjoy your work, which is that's yeah. the ultimate goal. Like, because a lot of people, uh, I think, where I'll be moving towards yeah, a lot of people miss the the purpose of life is to you know enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot of people, are, I need to be <laughs> successful. It's like yeah, but you feel like crap at the end of the day. Yeah, Whereas a, if you find thing. something that you enjoy doing and are happy and content, mm. by the time you get to the end, you go, oh, no, I've been, I've been well, happy. We've had this discussion time. before, and this is partly why we want to do what we want to do, because you can help other people as well. Yeah. So if you can yeah. do something that it has a positive impact on other people mm. and enjoy what you do and make some money at the same time, don't have to make it. It is, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, just, I don't know. Just, it's just trying to get it to work, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's early stage, early stages, so it's not. We've know, got to find a place, and we've got to find funding. They literally and, was looking at units yesterday. But we want to. We're effectively yeah. looking for like an old pub with a lot of land, yeah. or a field with planning. It's it's one of those things yeah. where it's even rather than just a unit. You know, like even maybe it needs to be almost out, slightly out. I was so looking at a farm. It was literally an old farm. Mm. All the farm uh, space you had. Yeah. And you've got this, you know, massive high ceiling barn. Was it a wedding venue for? It's not a former wedding venue, is it? No. Black. Wedding. I was looking in Hitchin. Okay. Because right. people are talking about, well, I was hoping to get on board with them King, so I was like, oh, Hitchin's not that far. Hitchin's yeah. not too it's far. It's about far from it. I used to yeah. work in Hitchin. Well, Grace's family from Luton. So yeah. Hitchin's, like, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, it's just that sort of thing, really. It's just having a space that you can then, what it needs to be is quite adaptable. Because the idea would be that you can allow like local smaller businesses yeah. to operate in there. And it actually, if you've so you got more than one farm, really, yeah. the, the, the whole, I think the plan would be to well, if we could have an yeah, like an old industrial park. Yeah, it would be, or like a mini vista. I mean, when you when you think that, even if you had smaller sort of, even if you had one that you had to adapt the units into, you you for instance might say, oh well, I could use some space, but I don't need a lot. Yeah, you can almost. You, in theory, make it flexible so you can only you rent the amount of space you actually yeah. need, rather than feeling like you've got to take a whole unit yeah, yeah, yeah. that you don't necessarily. Want. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's much more cost effective, and in that sense, it yeah. means that businesses have got more chance of 
surviving their initial three yeah. year period. Yeah, exactly. Because um, they don't have to outlay on rent. Yeah, or the rent is actually you know, proportionate to what yeah, they need. Using, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Because sometimes you end up taking a unit that's a lot bigger than you really mm. need just because it's the only thing available. Yeah. And, and a lot a lot of the time that's ultimately, because you're too big yourself as a staff and rent. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, um, I don't know that feeling. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> My rent's just gone up as well. So. At your house? Yeah. Happy about that, yeah. I think ours goes up when we hit our year. Well, I was going to buy, but right. because I went self-employed, you have to have oh, a year's well, You've got to have at least a year. Normally you want three. Yeah, if, if I think there's you know, one mortgage company that does it on a year's books. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not buying any time soon. But they're building Right. You know that roundabout on Salford? Oh, yeah, yeah. Salford Fields. Yeah, St. James Park. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's not been built anything yet. No. It's supposed to be an industrial there's, there's a fair bit going on around here, to be honest. You've got it's going to develop. It's going to be a big place. Like yeah, there's a lot of houses. Close enough to London, aren't we? Yeah, that's why it's yeah. so expensive to live here because the train station takes you to London. Yeah, straight in Liverpool. It's really expensive to live in London. It's all different, isn't it? Is it? Oh, I don't know. It's like 20 plus quid. One yeah. way? Well, I don't know if that's returned, but. Yeah, this is a house for sale on the Forbury for a million pounds, or near enough. There's a yeah, house behind that. Yeah. Just because it's near the train station. Yeah. There's a house behind us for 1.7. <laughs> it's mad. Yeah. It's mad. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Crazy. It's, it is an expense. I mean, we, moved, we moved out from East London, and people just assume because we've moved from London out of London, they just think you've got a mansion. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, 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 we haven't. Because what we've done is we've picked probably one of the most expensive areas outside of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. London. yeah. And we weren't really in an expensive part of London. We were, in, you know, relatively speaking, ours was one of the cheaper parts of London. You could afford to live. Yeah, in London. we could afford to buy in yeah. that part, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, it was, for me, I'm from like. Derbyshire and Nottinghamshire, yeah. where a three-bed house well, costs yeah. less than two hundred grand. And twenty quid. And to be <laughs> honest, like we were, I, I lived like my brother still lives at home with my mum and dad because even though there's it's only a three-year yeah. gap between us, in that three years, the, yeah, the houses, the houses went up, and he was so I, I went straight into work, and he mm. went to uni. So the thing is, by the time he finished uni, it's about six five, years six years. You, so he's about six years behind, and in those six years, that was when that big yeah. jump yeah. happened. I was really, really lucky. I'm almost like a Boomer. Yeah, you're just about. <laughs> just boomer. about, yeah, I've kind of. But but we were, yeah, we were really fortunate to get in when we did. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I just think, like, he's got no chance of. Like, yeah, buying. And where my mum and dad are, like, he's, yeah, he's in his mid 30s and he's just at home with him. He's just like, eh, there's no point. He said, what's the point? Like, there it's is. just a waiting game for him now. Just, yeah. <laughs> he gets well, his no, but his girlfriend now just lives with my mum and dad. Really? They all just live together. Wow. Because they're like, well, there's no... So that's why you couldn't go and visit the other week. Yeah, because she, it was my oh. brother's girlfriend had been tested positive. Now my brother's tested positive. That made sense, because you and my brother's tested. I was like, well, why does that mean you can't go and see your mom? I didn't realise yeah, no, they no, together. they all live together, yeah. So, I mean, they've got a three-bedroom house, so they've got their own room, yeah. they've got a spare bedroom still, it's fine. I couldn't live in my place. I feel like you're, you're very much calling your brother out for being living at home now. Hey, it's fine, he won't hear this. And, and even if he does, he does live at home. I yeah, mean, you can't deny but, it. But um, it's not it's not his fault. Yeah, it's <laughs> not the economy. I'm saying he's wasted his life. I'm, I'm just saying I feel. It's definitely. I do economy. feel sorry for him because it's like he he actually you know he went to uni, did all the things that you're supposed, you're to, supposed do. to do, and basically it's just bitten him in the arse and said. Yeah. I didn't go to uni. I regret doing what I did at uni. 
if I, I think if I knew what I knew now, I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. I think that's the thing, like he actually did sound engineering. Yeah. And and you know, you get to the other end of that and you're like, damn it. I followed a vocational <laughs> jobs. Yeah. Yeah, because you follow what you're passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. You don't follow what's best for getting a job, otherwise everybody would do business. Yeah, or IT. Or, yeah. yeah. We'd That's have a what world. he's now done. Yeah. He's actually done another degree while he's been at home. He said, well, I might as well. he's gone through Open Union, he's now done an IT yeah, degree, yeah. which is just finishing. Yeah. And he'll get money from that. Yeah. So obviously, Grace did psychology and then went and did a doctorate. I can't mm-hmm. believe how. And mm-hmm. how it's money. expensive, yeah. that yeah, yeah, doctorate. Yeah. It's like 90 grand in tuition fees. Before you even go, oh, and rent to live yeah. and survive. I wanted to be a sports psychologist, but I realised that after my three-year undergraduate degree, I would have needed to do another two years as master's. Then I would have needed to do supervised practice, which I had to pay for, and then I would have started on 25. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? It's crazy. Like, Grace is still under 30 as a trainee. It's wrong. It's not crazy. With a... Almost a doctorate in hands. Yeah. Whereas I'm on like almost the same for setting up Wi-Fi in people's houses. Yeah. Yeah. With no qualifications, I don't think I have any formal other than like A levels. No. Is it? I've got an like an NVQ three in accountancy. Mm. Yeah, I mean once this. But I've hit my ceiling, which is the thing. Like Grace is at the base, and I'm at the top. Like, it's not a I'm. If I work hard in the next Yeah, I mean, years, her ceiling's a lot higher. I would have to... If I got into management where I work, then, yeah, I'd probably be almost doubling my salary again. Yeah. But then that's it. Like, where do you go? You just have to keep moving up in management. That's yeah. all you... That's your only opportunity is keep doing sales and moving up in management, and then you might be on a reasonable amount of money. Yeah. Or start your own business and become successful. Yeah. Which is hopefully the plan. Definitely. Yeah, that's the plan, isn't it? That's the dream. Like my dad did a chemistry I did the first bit there. I've I've started the business. <laughs> yeah, got one out of two. Yeah, like the plan was you, you create on you create a website and then everybody goes and then you were a millionaire. That's yeah. that's how it works, isn't it? Sure, like, that's how McDonald's did. Yeah, I was like, yeah, like I, I, just, I was like, well, pizza, Domino's, why not? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I've seen people with clothing brands. And I know my pizza's better than Domino's, so I was like, oh, yeah, my product's better. It should therefore yeah. sell more. Yeah. Yes, hard lesson. But I, I'm like constantly being told that it's not the best photographers who get the most money or who are the most successful. It's the most popular ones. Well, it's the ones who can market themselves the best. Yeah. That's who, the key. You know, get in with the right people at the right times. There is a massive slice of luck involved as well. Oh, 100%. You know, 100%. If you, you know, if you, if you meet the right people at the right time, yeah. it, Which is it goes a long way to helping. You've still got to yeah. put yeah. the work in and you've still yeah. got to be good at what you do, but you won't necessarily... But that's like the basic yeah. thing that you need to bring. Like, yeah. your expertise. Yeah. And then... Everything above that is where you made success. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you can take a picture. Great. So can you know twenty thousand yeah. plus people. But what makes you different? Oh, it's the networking, the marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Like Alex Penfold is king of all that, really, isn't he? Yeah. There's a few that are like, absolute legendary photographers. Yeah. Um, but they're all great photographers. They can all do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not it's like it used to be where being able to take a photo was something yeah. that only a select few could do. Yeah. No. Now everybody's got a camera. Yeah. Everything yeah, is yeah, documented. Yeah. And there's loads of platforms to be able to put that yeah. beyond as well. You know, when I when I first got my camera just in, it was Flickr. Nice. You know, like that was it. Yeah. That was that was all Flickr, we had. Yeah. I think Flickr's still going. I've probably it's still got my Flickr page, to be fair. Probably. I think I have. I started Flickr. I wouldn't I, I, I won't log up for it, but it's probably still yeah. out there. And then like yeah. Imgur. 
Or Ingo. Ingo, yeah. Vimeo. Vimeo, Vimeo that's still going. Yeah. But it's like, it's not professional. Though. Oh, right. It didn't YouTube. devolve it's into like, like porn then. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Some of them went that way. Yeah. That's the thing, like, I've got any fans. It's spreading money to me. Oh, that yeah. place a wild wild west of that's a, apparently the guy who owns it is, is from around here yeah, no he, he doesn't own it he started it oh, sold it to it. an American guy oh, see, but probably not as much money as he should have no. now no. the American guy is kind of being Very well he's making the money but he's also kind of being investigated for like child pornography or something like that I mean I, mean, I don't I'm know this factually but yeah I'm a disclaimer yeah <laughs> this isn't fact but this is off the back of a conversation I had a few weeks ago yeah. and I'm trying my best to remember it I wouldn't be surprised. Well, yeah, the guy who started it does live in Stortford yeah. on like the multi-millionaire's row. He has made a decent amount of money. He's probably made in content. Yeah, yeah in but he, he's not made money. the money that the guys who own OnlyFans now are no. making. No. But he's made a lot of money. But he has also skirted around his OnlyFans projecting child pornography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Which is well, that's again, that's a wild, wild west of. Mm. The people that got there first and got their name big. It's like the guys that were on Vine. The people that got popular on well, Vine. Yeah, wasn't that Joe, no, Paul, someone Paul, Logan Paul? Yeah, Logan Paul, yeah. they were Vine stars. Yeah, they were Vine like, people, right? One of the guys, he popped up on my Instagram reels the other, the other day. Mm. He's got like 20 million Instagram followers. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's like KSI. Yeah. He's got like a, a number one album. We watched Top, I've watched Top Gear. Yeah, and he was on an episode of Top Gear. Now, Kai, my son, he's got no interest in cars whatsoever. He's, like, mm-hmm. so he's just a gamer. Yeah. I didn't know he was on an episode of Top Gear. Yeah, so he he was on this this episode of Top Gear. Yeah, it was, in, it was a newer one, I think. Oh, was it one of the Chris Evans ones? I can't remember exactly which one, but I just know he was on one. Yeah, yeah. But so, Kai, my I feel like this guy's never been in this car park before. He owns the pub. Why is he <laughs> reversing it? <laughs> Maybe you know something we don't. Right, it's easier. Yeah, so I mean, he was on. He was on top. Yeah, yeah. Talking. So he was on this episode. Talking. So Kai's never watched anything remotely related to cars ever because he just doesn't care. Yeah. It's fine. You know, you do you. Yeah. That's but I was like, I said to him, I was like, I can get him to watch this now. You wait and see that. So I called him. That I said, Kai, come up and there's something on top. And he was on. Came up and was like, oh, can I say? And he was driving. You know, they're reasonably priced yeah, car. Yeah. So he sat and watched the whole segment with him. That car, the car bit where he's driving around. And then as soon as it finished, he was like. Oh, all right, bye. Yeah. And didn't watch the rest of the, not even the rest of the show. Just cared what Just KSI was doing. Just that one it's bit. It's weird, isn't it? I was like, but don't you want to watch, there's, like, there's a Lamborghini coming on now. He's like, yeah, no, it's cool. Is that what? But then he went. Like, <laughs> Just needed to know what KSI was doing. Yeah, and, and, but he's, and he's then he's, he's like, even with cars though, he's, it is strange enough to try and kind of think about him and his age and what he, you know, because he really likes Teslas. So oh, because that's the iPhone of the car. Yeah, you see, yeah. so he's sort of, He's got an interest in that, not a massive interest. He likes but technology. A, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. The thing is, as electric cars become, you know, more mainstream and we see more of them, he might mm. actually end up getting into cars a little bit more in a different way. But it's a completely different way. Yeah, yeah. It's like Elon Musk. He's like, oh, he's going to speak loads, loads about Elon Musk because it's just like. But Elon Musk is more of a celebrity than he is an entrepreneur. I would say. Yeah, but that's almost as though he? they. He's not. No. Did you just take it over? He took it over. Yeah, you know the Tesla Roadster that Top Gear had and they yeah, tarnished yeah. the name of Tesla? Yeah. 
that incorrectly. Else. Yeah, because there was never a big noise. There was a big thing yeah, about how, big, but yeah. apparently all the Tesla it. guys read the script before it happened anyway. So. Yeah, um, that's yeah. pre Elon Musk. They would wow. they started doing them, and then Elon Musk. Pre Elon Musk. So Elon Musk made all his PayPal money because that's what oh, he actually yes. started was, was PayPal. PayPal yeah. Oh yeah. No, and then he made all his PayPal money and then bought into Tesla. Nice. Um, and then basically became the face of it, and a couple of the original founders yeah. left. Wow. Um, it's quite yeah. Once you kind of read the backstory, you're like wow, this guy's. He's done. He's a marketing no. genius. Oh yeah, he is. He is. That's yeah, what he is. Elon Musk could, is. I wish he could like rally Dogecoin for me there. <laughs> That's I the don't thing. He, understand that either. He's like <laughs> don't crashed. I've got a little cryptocurrencies bit. and things just off his opinions and tweets. Yeah, no. See, I've got a little bit of crypto, not lots, but I haven't I got any. Let's I get in. And, let's get, get in at some point because I don't understand it. But there was a guy that I met about ten years ago that Bitcoin. told me to buy it, and I was like, "This, you're just." And he was a he was a, an interesting man. Let's say. Because because like, if you'd have bought it, Bitcoin 10 years no, ago. No, 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 don't talk to me about it because if I bought what he told he me to buy yeah. at that point, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be having this conversation right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd be yeah. driving a bolt. You'd be leaving. You know, like, I'd be literally just, I'd be out there somewhere living yeah. my best life. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. an island. On a yacht. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, just, that. yeah, it wouldn't be this. It's crazy, isn't it? You know, I, no regrets, but you know, I, I thought maybe I'll buy in now. Just a little bit. We'll see what happens. I worked at a college with. 16, 17, 18 year olds who had spunked three, four, five grand, thousand pounds on this currency. Yeah. And they would sit in the lessons and they would watch the, you know, yeah, stocks yeah. Don't, go up don't and down. watch it. That's because it's so volatile. A couple of the guys, <laughs> Alex. No, <laughs> right. Yeah. His, his brother, and his, see, he's got an invest, he's got a, a fund that he invests in. Right. And he's got, you know, his portfolio mm. is quite diversified. But he's got a little bit of Bitcoin and stuff. But you know, he's, I think his brother's bought more but, um, than he has. He likes to stay in the safe. Yes, jeez. Um, but yeah, they would. But they'll buy it and they just, you know, it's crazy. You, you, you get your little wallet. Yeah. You your, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I use like Binance, which is apparently that's supposed to be supposed to use. And um, but they said don't watch it because it just flies up and down. So like, yeah, I'm 10 grand, oh no, I'm 5 grand. Yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But apparently a lot of the people that have made, yeah. a lot of the people that have made really good money from like serious money from it, mm. are actually people that lost their logins or forgot that they bought oh, it. Oh, and then it's so just grown, over grown, time, grown. because if you watch it too much, you just end up bailing. Because yeah. you're like, this is nonsense. Like, yeah. it's just, this isn't working. So I'm just going to take buy it. Buy it, forget about it for 10 years. Pretty much. Then sell That's exactly it. Most of the people that have made really big money have been people that allegedly have just forgotten to yeah. in, you know, and just kind of forgotten that they've it's done weird. it. Is that, just is that guy that's been hunting in a... Through the hard drive away. Yeah, just through a hard drive away with several, like, hundreds of Bitcoins on it. Yeah. Apparently he had enough money on that um, hard drive to pay a whole team of people to scour that um, dump or whatever it was, and then he had an, enough money to like remake the dump, Jeez. like remake another oh. dump, and then put each bit of rubbish in that other dump. I don't understand. I don't even understand the mining thing. I, I, I don't really. Use, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. how it works, but it uses a heck of a lot of energy. That's why yeah. Elon Musk has stopped accepting Bitcoin for Teslas. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand any of it. It's data mining. Is what yeah. it is. I don't know what that means. Like, it's 
Why do you have to mine data? I don't know. You can build a computer that just does that. Yeah, so it's blockchain, but I think each transaction has to have a code attached to it. So you have to find the codes. It's like I'm not going to Google it. I also we. I think even if you did, I don't think we we started off talking about old cars, and we're now trying to figure out how Bitcoin works. Now we just sound like old men. We just old men. We are. We just. I am though. We're just like I've got a bit of an excuse. <laughs> I'm the youngest at 28, and well, I don't know understand that, it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and yet I'm the only one with something. Yeah. <laughs> all my friends have got it and seem to know what's going on. And so I'm all the cool like, kids are doing it. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like, I just want to make t-shirts and sell them. <laughs> if I can sell enough t-shirts to be happy, I'll be fine. I just want to make pizza in a bar with loads of cars. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's all we need. We just need a certain someone with a lot of space that isn't being utilised. I mean, all I want to do is this on a bigger scale. Yeah. You know, because we've kind of got everything. Yeah. We've got food. We've got balloons. Yeah, we've got you know, cars. We've got cars, but the trouble is we, we just stuff. can't get that many I don't think in. these balloons will last till next month. No, I think we're going to have to kill them. Do you think we should kill them and record us talking on helium? Or do you think that's a bit much? I don't know. We also I mean, have the next step from that is just to do NOS balloons. Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, we only have 8% battery left on this Mac, so we should probably wrap it all really up. Yeah, I'm getting a bit hungry. I think yeah, I'm I think we need to make some food. Yeah, I think we do need to... Because I'm starting to get a little fatigued. Yeah. <laughs> <But there's laughs> We're yeah. just running on coffee and tea at this point. No, I can what feel like I am, I am yeah. now running on coffee. Yeah. I can feel the, the, yeah, the yeah. energy. If anybody is listening to this at all, we're going to wrap it up now. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least I've already had a panini today. That's what I've eaten. You've only had a what? Oh, sorry. We've just educated. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a natural thing to do. One I even do it now, didn't you? Oh, <laughs> oh you couldn't write it, could you? No. You couldn't write it. Good job, we have it. I think, <laughs> yeah, we, no, we really haven't. As Mike and I are planning on kind of doing this relatively regularly, this makes Matt a guest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So on our first ever podcast, our first we've ever had one a together, we've had a guest. Well, um, I mean, I could be a regular. Yeah, well, you could be a regular, you're local. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're local. Come down I think it could be... We'll have a barbecue. I mean, we're not recording that, we'll just do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have to film that. Yeah, we're not YouTubers, we're not but doing this lifestyle. Then, I don't yeah. know, though, if I could be a YouTuber, I don't know how, I don't my, kids, I I don't know how my kids would feel about that. Well, I feel like doing it just because I feel like it would really frustrate them. Yeah. But that, that's the people who are doing it now, it's the people who are, you know, a bit older, who the have got money in the time yeah, yeah. to actually spend on it. I don't have money. I think we'd have to get this sponsored <laughs> I've got by some big brands. No, yeah. no, I do though, genuinely. We I just need I like... I went, went to my kids, I was like, I'm a YouTuber now. <laughs> <laughs> What's the... Is it Harry's Shaving? They sponsor yeah, yeah, every yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. There's some VPN, they sponsor every yeah. podcast. Squarespace. Squarespace, they're on every podcast. Well, my website is Squarespace. We need so to save that. Yeah, we've got... Yeah. Mine isn't, but there we go. That's, That's because right. mine's, mine's a shop, so it, it doesn't sound like okay. Mine's definitely um, We just need all of these people that sponsor every podcast ever just to hear yeah. this and go, oh, oh okay, we'll get in touch. Yeah. And then we'll be the next Joe Rogan. We don't even have a name for this, do we? It was, no. No, we don't. We just, we've just done this and not thought of a name. We've kind of just gone. That's okay. Gone with it, like coffee car and chats. No, that's too long. Plus, that's what Carnatter have got there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They probably can't steal Carnatter's thing after visiting yeah. them. Yeah, we did visit. Because <laughs> um, we're going to call the event well, space company Squiddly Duck, aren't we? I think that's the word. Because basically, Mike's wife <laughs> yeah, 
we were talking about Jeremy Clarkson's farm TV show. Yeah, yeah. And he's got the farm shop, <laughs> oh, which is right. diddly squat diddly farm squat. shop, Squiddly isn't it? <laughs> and Mel misheard it or mispronounced no, it. No, she has an uncanny ability to get mixed the letters up. So she called it the Squiddly Dot Farm Shop, and we were like, "That's not right." so squiddly dot is now just stuck around as a, yeah. a word that we need to use in some form yeah. so every time we come up with another plan for this event space we just add another word to squiddly yeah. dot I mean, we're, so we're, I think we're, we're at like we're squiddly dot pit stop I think we added more we added more added it was the squiddly stop. dot pit stop shop yeah. and now it's getting longer and longer the longest name in business history yeah. Yeah. and we went squiddly dot shit hot pit stop spot and shop <laughs> Just adding more words to yeah. it. So if you've got any, you know... Any words that we can add in. Any but I think on the t-shirt, that's going to start here and then... It's going go all, all the way around. But I think in terms of a podcast, we need to come up with a name Probably for it. Something yeah. shorter than that, but yeah. Something shorter than that, but maybe cars in some way. Yeah. Well, maybe by the time we've edited, we'll have thought of something. And we can just tag it on. We can just tag it on. Mm. Or maybe even record an introduction. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. We could do that, couldn't we? Yeah, we'll I mean, record an intro because we're, we're, we're quite local. I mean, even if we just did an intro with you and said, yeah. Yeah. we've got a guest on this one. Yeah. It's Matt. Yeah. Um, that's as much info. We've got Matt with us. That's it. Like, this could be the intro. We, we'll just cut this bit and add it yeah. to the start. Yeah, we'll you go. can probably mess around. This is the point this where you is the, to say like, where, you, where you live. Yeah, this is the blank podcast. The blank um, because we can't think of a name this week, <laughs> which is our first ever podcast. We might have a guest. Cars and coffee on a Sunday, second Sunday of the month in Sawbridgeworth, and this week we're with Matt, and that's as I much guess. information as we're going to get. And he might be a guest, or he might, he be, might a be a regular. We don't know yet. We're still figuring out the direction, but we've recorded something, and that's all behind the scenes. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Depends yeah. how busy Matt gets. And we have five percent battery on the Mac, so I'm going to pause it and leave it there. Excellent. So for anyone that has listened, thank you very much for listening to our rambling yeah. for the last two hours. Yeah, no, amazing. Um, we also recorded a 45-minute <laughs> video before this. Yes, we did. <laughs> with yeah, two other please. people. This is, this is why I'm... Now we're now running on tea and coffee, yeah. so we're going to go and get some food. But uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have an intro to this podcast. We'll have a bit more professionalism and maybe some music at some point. Yeah, um, nice. yeah. But yeah, this has been the first one. Matt from uh, Superfast Jellyfish Creative, <laughs> also SSJ. SSJ, SSJ Creative has been here with us. Um, so thanks for listening, and yeah, thanks guys. Hopefully that's all worked, and we've not just wasted two hours chatting. Well, with I mean, microphones attached to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>